across the UK, online and on DAB. A radio star is born. You're going to love Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Dougie, you've got seven seconds to sell the show after ten. I don't want to sell the show, I want to sell the news, because it's important, even if it's fake news. Over to the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Pale pubescent beasts roam through the streets and coffee shops. Their prey gather in herds. The stiff kneeling skirts and white ankle socks But while they search for a mate My type hibernate in bedrooms above Composing their songs of love Young uniform lines in Signs of desire They cannot disguise While I try to find words As light as the birds In that circle
voices weren't actually on the record as mere doggies. <laughs> that was lovely. Two of those voices were not on the record. But which voices <laughs> were not on the record? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'll give you a clue. One of them was mine. The other one was this guy. Yep. Or text on eight seven four. Good evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Uh, a very important guest has um, thrust his way into our lives once again. It's my friend, not yours. Although, if you met him, he would be. It's Mr. Douglas Dougie Anderson. And it's a pleasure to be here yes. on what The Observer yeah. are calling one of the best radio shows in the UK. And I of concur with that. In I the top concur 10. with that. I think Miranda Sawyer, who's yes. a, a very good cultural barometer. She knows. I've always thought. Her fingers on the pulse. And um, I didn't know about this because I follow her on Twitter. And then yes. I went to the link and yes. I saw her talking about the Ian Lee show yes. on Talk Radio. And I agreed with everything she said. Now, let's get this out of the way. We are friends, but we don't follow each other on Twitter. Because... We're old-fashioned friends. Yeah. We don't need the approval of <laughs> follows you. We don't need no. that. What we do is we text one another. Yeah. And we old, also old school. We also go for lunch together. And I About was, twice a year. Yes, but that's more than I go for lunch with, say, hmm, who else is on the radio station? Paul Ross. Never been for lunch with him. Did you remember the last time we went out? It wasn't for lunch, it was for dinner. Yeah. And we saw a sawala. A, wi- <laughs> a wild sawala. And we saw an Adam's. <laughs> K Adams. K Ad- Is that K Adams? What? If you look over there, shh, hush, be quiet. Put your guns down. Over there, it is a K Adams. <laughs> and the weird thing was, she was with a Sawala, but you weren't too sure which Sawala mm, it was. I don't know which kind of. Uh, but it turned out they seemed to be having some kind of loose woman. Have you got the results back from the laboratory? Drinks yes. thing. Yes. And what was interesting about that, and I was thinking about this uh, just yesterday. We were served by a waiter who looked like two famous people. I thought he looked like someone, and you thought he looked like someone, but I can't remember who we thought he looked like. This is a Can, great you story. Can you remember? Can you remember? Did he remember, look like David remember? Byrne? Was it David Possibly. Byrne? Possibly. Yes, I think it was. I think it was. And then he served us with the worst chili we've ever had because it didn't look like chili. And it was oh, the burger. The thing is, it was quite a pricey place, <laughs> yeah. right? And well, the burgers. Obviously, it would be if Kay Adams and Sawala were there. Uh, the burgers were huge. Oh. And we thought, oh, well, the burgers are so big. And they were cheaper than the chili that we ordered. Yeah. The yeah. chili's going to be mm-hmm. massive. Yeah. And it turned up. It was one of those things where it, 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 it came on like a little wooden trough. And the, there was chili, like tiny amount of chili in one little it a, bowl. It was a joke. Um, a tiny little bit of rice in another and a third thing in it. And we know that chilli is one of the cheapest things to to, oh, to, to mass produce. Pennies. And um, no, I was really disheartened by that. It didn't spoil what had been a nice time chatting with you. It we- spoiled it for me. It, Completely? What, well, percentage-wise? Yeah. yeah. Hundred? Yeah, it, it ruined the entire event. Well, that's disappointing because I really enjoyed our Beatles chat. Um which I was really salivating over the brilliance of Savoy Truffle. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even talk about that too much. I don't think it's a great Beatles song, but I think it's one of the standout tracks on the White Album. Of course, the best track on the White Album is... Cry, baby, baby cry. Make your mother sad. You're old enough, enough to know better. better. So cry, the king was in mm-hmm. the pot. It's a nasty album, isn't it? 
No, yeah. it's a no, it's a yeah. mean album. It's a, it's a really, it's the it's come down really, from the yeah, high, the drug strange and weird album. But it, my God, it's so. I mean, because they say it on it, it's, it's basically four Beatles doing solo yep. tunes yep. on it. Um, and there's that argument as well. Would it have been better if they'd made it just a single album? Well, yes, it would have been better, but it, half. but it wouldn't have been. But would it have been best if they'd made it maybe two thirds? Of the oh. white album as we know it, oh. that would have been interesting. Maybe a maybe a sixteen songer. Sixteen songer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Would that would that fit onto one compact disc? I don't know. Okay. Um, other mean albums. <clears throat> Rumors by Fleetwood Mac is a mean album. It's all about mm-hmm. them shagging each other. Hey, hey. Whoa, come excuse on. me. Come on, come on. Um, my, I, think, my... I think they prefer making love. Um, my favourite joke in the world mm-hmm. was a letter. In Viz, it went like this. <clears throat> My mum told me never to listen to rumours. As a result, my copy of Tusk is shagged. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? Do you know what? My, Just delightful. My favourite joke, and it's a bit of a Scottish one. But I, I genuinely think it's a great joke. Yeah. And if you've heard it, just just go with me because okay. I'll ask you. <clears throat> How do you get a problematic trumpet tree out of your back garden? I don't know. How do you get a problematic trumpet tree out of your back garden? You root it out. I've not heard that before. Yeah. That's bloody good. <laughs> now, here's the deal, guys. Dougie's here for an hour, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if we don't get phone calls, I'm going to execute him. <laughs> Wow. That, that's going to happen. Well, this has suddenly taken a dramatic twist. It has. The doors are locked. There's Certainly no more escape. dramatic than, say, Radio 4's Book at Bedtime. Yes, well. <laughs> um, so I, you, you've got to phone in. And the thing is, you can talk about literally anything. Well, I can't, yes. It's one of my three greatest strengths. The other two we'll find out later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 0344 499 1000 is the Because t- what I've noticed, Dougie... Uh-huh. And I can see Alan Caddick is waiting to come on. I'm hoping that if I keep talking, someone else will phone in mm-hmm. and we won't have to go to him. But what I've noticed is when, when we have guests on this show, we have a lot of guests. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, this week, we've had a man who wrote a book about Stephen Stills. Ooh, that's, yeah. That's good booking. Yeah. Uh-huh. We had Tony Robinson. Good booking as well. And we had Peter Tatchell. No, we didn't. Kath messed it up. Mm. Oh, Kath just replying there by... Saying he's on in one week. He's on in one week. He's on in one week. We're going to celebrate the magic of Peter Tatchell because he's a he's a legend. I think you know. Um, But but people, the listeners are lazy and they choose not to call. They won't call in, and then afterwards they'll phone up and go, "I really enjoyed that interview. I had a question for him." But see, a lot of the time, listeners enjoy doing just that listening they don't want to be um it's like that thing now um like on a lot of regional news shows hey get in touch tell us your news <laughs> okay no no just just you tell us the news and we'll watch it there's no crossover here. i do hate that on sky and and bbc <clears throat> news they go well um we're getting your texts in now about <laughs> boris johnson talking about the saudis um, Glenna69 says, uh, I think it's outrageous what he said, yeah. while uh, Trotsky34 says, I agree with everything. And, and, then, and then they go, keep your texts coming, we'll get through as many as we can before the end of the show. But <laughs> if I text abuse, yeah. they don't read that But out. you go on Sky, I saw you on Sunday, you were on doing the old Sky papers, weren't you? In the I, was, I was on Sky doing you the old... Diamond? Or who was he on? Who I was on with, with Petri Hoskin this time. Uh-huh. I was Anne Diamond previously. She seems a nice egg. Pe- Petri is delightful. He's one of my favourite, favourite people Known in the world. Known as Dish to his friends, of course. 
Um, but yeah, I'm on there. I'm on there reviewing the papers. Yeah. And it's funny. I go on there and I get. A, I, I turn on my phone and I get abuse for being a lefty liberal, uh-huh. and I get abuse for being, being a right wing. Tory scumbag. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. Hey, what are you going to do, huh? Hey, no, look, shoot me. Oh, don't, no, don't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're going to go to a break. Yeah. I'm saying that so that Catherine can move over to the break machine. Right. Um, when we come back, we're going to speak to Alan Caddick. I, I, is that right, Alan? Him, 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 sir. Here we go. Um, and please, dear God, we'll, we'll speak to other people. Otherwise, it'll be me and you. I don't... That's mm. not necessarily a bad thing. I don't mind chatting to you. Mm. I don't mind chatting to anyone, really. But you're, mm. I, I like the cut of your jib. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Alan, you've got ten seconds to sell, the, sell it to people. Call in now. Every be just me, me or not? Big with Ian Lee. And if that doesn't persuade you, nothing will. Late night, Ian Lee on air and off the on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I just have to uh, inform a few people to delete their Twitter accounts, if you don't mind, Dougie. Tony Bennett says uh, "Rocky Raccoon" is the best song on the White Album. Delete your account. Uh, Stephen Mojo Flyer sixty seven says "Cry Baby Cry" BDI cover. Check it out. Quality. Stephen, delete your account. Um, Dougie Anderson is joining me here. Um, you're, you're here. Last time you were here, you were talking about your book. Yes, Left of the Mainstream. Which is, is still available. Still available. And is, a, is an absolutely cracking read. It would be a great present for a man or a lady. Yeah. Um, stocking filler for the kids. <laughs> yes. Um, Cause, it's, cause it's, it's got pictures in it. So, exactly. Yeah. So it, that's worth. But we're going to talk about the Douglas Anderson show. Yeah. Yeah. Is it in any way connected to the Sir Douglas Quintet? <laughs> do you remember those guys? I do. I can't I remember do. what song they did. It, it, it's, it's, um, they were an American band that were trying to ride the wave of the, uh, the British invasion. Yes. And what's more British than calling yourself the Sir Douglas Quintet? And what is more Ian Lee than asking a question than answering it himself? Thank you very <laughs> much indeed. <laughs> um, the Knickerbockers were another one. All right, okay. They had a song called Lies. Yeah. Um, so that's two bands I know. Tell me lies, tell me sweet, sweet little lies. Tell me lies. Tell me lies. Um, we'll go to Caddick. Let's, let's, let's do it. Good evening, Alan. Hip, 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 in. Hip, 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 doggy. Yes. Ah, exactly. What kind of cake, Alan? Lemon drizzle. Beautiful. Uh, Alan Caddick is performing a very important task on Sunday, Dougie. It's right. our second, oh. shut up. It's our second performance ring. And what that is, me and Kath have uh, got a venue in Islington. Uh-huh. The Mucky Pup, and a uh, hundred people are coming, and it's a it's a variety night made mm. up entirely. Oh, you're like this, uh-huh. made up entirely of listeners. That's a good idea. So we've got someone we've got someone playing a saw. Right. Someone's going to play a computer game on stage. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to eat custard. We've also got, and because he's a listener to the show, somebody's going to eat custard. Yeah, so, okay. we've also got. He's a listener to the show. Thomas Walsh from Pugwash. You were of Pugwash. Yes. He's a half of the. Yeah, um, I've been seeing them live. Yeah, yeah. Half of the Sticky uh, du- Wicked. Yeah, Doctor Lewis, Lewis, Lewis Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? their second album, the first song at Sticky Wicked, yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like this amazing glam stomper of a belt. He's brilliant. Yeah, uh, he's going to be performing via Skype. Do you think he's listening tonight? He might be. Well, just want to say thank you for listening and keep up the good work. <laughs> good night. <laughs> uh, Alan, Alan will be announcing the, uh, the, the... He'll be opening the evening for us via Skype. Well, Alan, who's on just now? Mm. Is that why? Because he doesn't seem to say words, just mm. noises. Alan? No offence, Alan. I mean. Yeah, so I was listening, waiting for, for my turn to speak. OK, that, and that's how conversation works. Mm-hmm. And it's your turn, Alan. Yeah, Hold I'll it. Hold it. Hold it. It's your turn, Alan. 
now. I'll be introducing Ian and Kath, and I'm going to be doing Star Trekking. Still your turn. Sorry. And also, two people have died today, so the curse has struck again. What curse has struck again? Who have we killed this time? Greg Lake. We didn't kill Greg Lake. And John Glenn. Who's John? Oh, we didn't kill... Hang on, the cur- there is a curse associated with this show, Dougie. If, uh-huh. if Catherine and I speak about elderly celebrities, uh-huh. they tend to die within the next two weeks. Uh, we killed George Cole. Uh, we, killed, we killed lots of people. Kay Wogan. We did kill Wogan, unfortunately. Uh, but we've not spoken about Mr Lake or Mr Glenn. Well, I thought Greg Lake had his hit, I believe, in Father Christmas. Yeah. I want you to play that at the opener for the show. No, 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 we played the Divine Comedy. I didn't know Greg Lake was in Divine Comedy. Thanks for calling, Alan. Thank you. Do you know what's quite poignant this year, actually, when you think about it? I mean, obviously that song will get a lot of airplay, but also, you know, the start of The Snowman Mm. and David Bowie is at the start of it, isn't he? He, What? Yeah, you know the very start of The Snowman. The cartoon. Yeah, Bowie, like David Bowie's in a attic. You know, the very, very start. I don't remember that. Yeah. David Bowie's at the start of The (laughs) Snowman. I hate The Snowman. It's so. It's one of those things that's so slow. I don't. I don't mind it. I don't mind. David Bowie's in an attic. I thought. Yeah. Is yeah. He really. Yeah. Google it on your on your I'll, computer. I'll get. Um, I'll do that next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll let you know. <laughs> Let's. I get a second. Let's. Um, uh, hang on. Okay. So I'll just say. Like, so Ian is on his computer just now. He's googling using a what I like to call a search engine. David Bowie. And he's just putting the, the snowman. You can probably hear him. He's just putting David Bowie and the snowman in. Let's have a little... And, oh, uh, hang on, he's only at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. yeah, that's what I say at the start of the, of the, of the VHS. Here we uh-huh. go, here we go, let's have a listen. Okay. Anyway, someone says this is the VHS. It's a warning come up, I think it's a copyright warning. Yeah, 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 so we shouldn't be playing this. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I should have said that. No, here we go. Looking forward to talking about the Douglas Anderson show at some point. Mm, but, which um, is also on YouTube, yes. where we're sourcing this from. Yes. Don't worry, don't worry. Okay, yeah, yeah. We're, um, I'm whetting their appetite. Oh, yeah. Um, this is, uh... <clears throat> here we go, here we go. Let's, okay. let's go. Bloody hell! You must, sorry, this is... You must pre-plan. I know. You must pre-plan. Oh, that was my fault. Here we go. Okay, here we go. You can see you. This is it. Here we go. Okay. I'm David Bowie. This is the snowman. This attic's full of memories, really. Oh. We spent all our summers by the seaside. Doing cocaine. In winter. With Angie. <laughs> At home. <laughs> by the fire. Frost on the window. Snow. Snow. Snowballs. Yeah. Snowballs. Making snowmen. <laughs> yeah, no fair play, Dougie. But you're you right. Didn't, you didn't. You didn't know that that existed. No, I've never seen that. It's It's only on the VA, the UK VHS. I don't think it's on all. Talking of them. about uh, cocaine. Mm. Um, that Dick Cavett interview is incredible with Bowie in the. It's kind of right around about the time of Young Americans. Oh, he looks awful, doesn't and he? And it's just he's like a skeleton. He's sniffing all the time. No. But it's, I've never seen such a manifestation of that drug being in someone on TV quite like that mm-hmm. before. Yes, but, you have. Let's. <laughs> oh, yes, I have worked with you. Yes, <laughs> Julie. Hello, <laughs> Julie. You're through to uh, Sir Douglas Anderson. Uh, and by the way, I didn't call Tony Robinson Sir Tony Robinson. Ooh. And I think he genuinely. We had a little bit of banter about uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. Um, I, he said, "You've not even called me Sir." And I said, "Well, I, all you would do." If someone brought up the search, I said, all you would do is say, just call me Tony. Yeah. He said, yeah, but you didn't even give me the option. Well, that's the thing. They want yeah. the option. They want they? an option, don't yeah. they? Yeah. But would you, though? Would, would you not want to be called Sir? Especially if it was fairly new 
Would you bestowed upon you? I would. I would. I want to be called Sir anyway. Mm. Uh, you can. Yeah. Uh, you can get that put on your credit card mm-hmm. without a moment's hesitation. <laughs> Julie, you're live on Talk Radio. What would you like to say? Well, I signed up because I heard the, the caller call to arms to um, to call in. And then I realised I was calling in without anything specific oh, to say. Um, but um, so I, had, I decided that I was just going to have a little um, look at Dougie, not physically, obviously, but have not a look physically, look, not physically look, psychically look inside psychically your look. chakra. <laughs> and uh, been being on before with was there a reason why it sticks in my mind that there was something that you said it was wasn't suitable for women or what? I just made that up. D- Dougie is very suitable for I, women. I, I've never been unsuitable to women, as, as far no, as I know. Book. <laughs> um, the, I, book. the book is, is suitable for all genders. Oh yeah, it's, it's cross sex. I mean, it's it's like a, if you imagine it's very like, angry. Sex. It's like the book equivalent of a unisex hair salon. Yeah. Well, I have to say that I kind of did have a look at your Wikipedia, and I was Uh-oh. very, very intrigued by... Um, it says, if you've ever wondered why some women still insist on walking around in shoes with a scuffed price... Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so this, the, so this was a chapter from my first book, What to Talk About When There's Nothing to Talk About. Oh. And it was basically these conversational pieces that I wrote that could help people who don't have much to talk about, say, at dinner parties and whatnot. But I'd seen this quite a lot. So basically, and it doesn't tend to happen with men, just women, who are walking yeah. about still with the stickers on the soles oh. of their shoes. Yes. Yeah, so now, annoying. Now, the weird thing is, is it, is it Julie or Julia? I do apologise. I think Julie. 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 Sorry, Julie. Um, That's okay. Uh, I hope you don't mind. For the purposes of this call, I'll refer to you as Fiona. Mm. <laughs> and, but, okay. so, but what I don't understand is, a lot of the time they're scuffed, so they're not trying to show off, say, if the shoes cost £200, so you can't see yes. what, what the price was. But surely the first thing you do when you take shoes home, before putting them on, is take the sticker off. You would think so. Obviously, that's not yeah. that important to I women. Don't, I, but, I, but it looks cheap and weird. I don't understand. I mean... Julie, as as a, as a woman, um, yes. What, what's your what's your take on it? If, if I see, it's very noticeable if you see somebody with a sticker on the bottom. Usually, they are white. And I, if I see somebody with a sticker on the shoe, I'll say to them, "Oh, did you know you still got the sticker on the shoe?" Because there couldn't be a possible reason why you would intentionally leave it on there. And what do they say to you? Up yours? No, come on, yeah, this is interesting. Because yeah. I, I, what what what's their retort? They would just say, oh, thank you. But you think, you must know. Yeah. You must know. Yeah. It's an oddity. It's a real oddity. Mm. Is this a space oddity? <laughs> I'm David Bowie. Your impression was very good. It made me laugh very much. Whose impression? <laughs> Your impression of David Bowie in good. the attic. I do, I do really good. I do really good impressions. I've, I've mm-hmm. just worked out that I can do... Quite a few people. Douglas. But you couldn't really? do Jimmy Stewart when I had to see Jimmy's uh, last week. Uh, I couldn't do Jimmy Stewart. Struggle with Jimmy Stewart. You, but... need, to, you need to do more... And I swear <laughs> to God, Douglas and I have not rehearsed this at all. We haven't, have we? No. <laughs> Give me someone and I will impersonate them. Oh, gosh. Um, I mean... Jonathan Ross. I could probably do that, actually. I gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can probably do it. I gotta get into it. Hang on. Uh, welcome to the last resort with me, 
Donald Trump. That's yeah, not, not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. That's not bad. Because everyone goes for the, the, the yeah, R's. And the, no, but it's, not, it's, it's more in the back and of the throat. I like the fact you brought the last resort. Yes. Um, yes. And let, throw to knock down Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Rick Rose. And, uh, see, I'm hoping that Miranda Sawyer is listening just now. Because <laughs> I think she would obviously have watched the last resort, remember yes. uh, knock down Ginger, yes. and be enjoying what is... I would like to think some bloody good bonhomie at the moment. <laughs> um, Julie, thanks for calling. I'm going to cut you off. Um, we'll take a call. Okay. Then we'll take a break. Yes. And then we're going to sell the... out of your um, latest project. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. I look forward to it. Okay. Uh, Lee! Hello. Good evening, Lee. Good evening. Nice to speak to you, Dougie. Uh, nice, to, nice to speak to you, Lee. How are you uh, this eve? I'm not too bad, just having a fag, listening to the radio. Oh. Uh, but round of applause for people that what, still uh, What kind of brand are you? What kind of brand are you on, Lee? Oh, it's uh, tobacco, it's Amberleaf. Oh, right, so it's, you're, you're a rolly man, so you need I'm to... I'm a rolly man, yeah. You need to go and get your it's filters. Good lamp cancer, you know? Yeah, well, you know, I used to smoke, I gave up a few years ago. Um, and I, I will say this, Julie, it is possible. I used to really enjoy smoking. Mm. I was very, very good at it. Yeah, I love it. And, um, but you have to want to give up. That's the thing. You know yeah, it's bad. Yeah, you. you have to have yeah, that thing inside yeah. you. But I thought, I'll never be able to give up. And the thought of having an alcoholic drink without a cigarette was yeah. just... I, I, well, I couldn't well, go. I quit once for a month. Well. And how I quit was, I got drunk on a bottle of whiskey. This is about 10, 15 years ago. Mm. I got drunk on a bottle of whiskey without having a single fag. Why don't they? Why don't? Why don't the NHS recommend that as a way of quitting smoking? Drink a bottle you of whiskey. You totally spoke over Lee there when he was ending that story. Which I, I was cut into. So, Doug, I mean, Dougie, I'm I, sorry. I, yeah, no, I listener, think, I'm sorry. Yeah, Lee, I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah. Um, so basically, what I'm saying is, Lee, it is possible to if one day it is possible to give up, even if you're. But really he doesn't want smoking. to give up. I know, but it might do. Not at the moment, but I have given up before, but I've started again. Well, that's not giving up. That's just um, pausing. Pausing, yes, are, you, are you allowed to smoke in the house, or do you have to go outside for... No, I, I smoke in my flat, yeah. Right, right. Good lad. Smoke out the window, or just... Five alarms off. Oh, right, OK. Do you live on your own, or with a... Yeah, I live on my own, yeah. OK, so there's nobody... Yeah. Lee... Nobody to give lung cancer to. Okay. Lee, this is um, a lot of fun, um, but what would you like to say to Dougie? It's just good to speak to a fellow Scotsman, because I used to live in Scotland. Well, I, I knew that by your accent the minute you came on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> No, but I lived, I, went, I lived in Fort William... Oh, yes, yes, right, right beside be, the Ben school. Now he's talking right. over Lee. You see? It's easily so, done. Sorry. No, I was just saying, Lee, it was right, uh, Fort Williams right beside Ben Nevai. It, it is, it is. Glen Nevis as well, yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which is beautiful. Yeah. It's where yeah. they filmed a bit of Braveheart. Yes, yes, yes. I met Mel Gibson in 1993 when he was filming there. All right. Did you meet him? Yeah, I've got a photograph on my Facebook page of him. Can you, well, you say that. That was before he went racist, wasn't it, for a while? That was, was when he was still good Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got a photograph of me and him. Mm -hmm. Well, you say that, but we don't actually have any evidence. Well, um, I'll put it as my profile picture on my Facebook page and you I, can check it out. I will not do that, Lee, but thank you for calling. OK. Good evening. Bye, Lee. 0344 499 I'm Ian Lee. He's Dougie Anderson. Hello. This is the radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Will's giving good advice. Will, you can keep your Twitter account active. Uh, with persons with titles, you should always start with their title. Then if they request you not to use it, you can stop. But if they don't, you should carry on using That's it. That's very good advice from, yeah. from Will, did you say? That's Will Yendel. His uh, Twitter handle is at sign 
Sin Stone oh. at Sin. I wouldn't be surprised if Phil was looking forward to Christmas this year. Um, tell us about this new little project you've got. Uh, and I say little, because I mean little as in it, they are short, but they are yeah, yeah. thoroughly entertaining. I've just just this second tweeted the link to where mm. people can see it. What is it? Why is it? And whom is it? Okay, so it's the Douglas Anderson show. Yep. And it's it kind of revolves around me speaking to interesting and all the time famous people yeah, yeah. from the big wor- names from from the worlds of of music, film, uh, comedy. So in the latest um, episode, episode two just just come out, I talked to Idris Elba, mm, big name, yeah, and uh, Frankie Boyle, yep, another huge, big name, yep. and a slightly lesser known but great comedian called Eddie Caddy. Mm. So a nice and the, fir- very, in the first funny. one we had uh, Miles Jupp, mm. uh, Stephen Mangan. Mm-hmm. And Mel C, yeah. ex of ex of Spice Girls, and very excited uh, that it just had confirmation come in this evening that uh, next interview we're setting up is with Stuart Lee, Aye. who is, I think, is it fair to call him the comedian's comedian? With that, because I so never know people. what that phrase means, and I always thought that 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 meant that um, that they weren't funny; they were they were kind of clever. No, no, funny. no he's, he's kind of like. Because Stuart Lee's very yeah, funny. He, he's just brilliant, but he's one of these people who, if you talk to other comedians, yeah, they, yeah. they see him as this yeah. this kind of amazing figure. But but, but and, and there's also little bits involved in me walking around talking about basic cultural matters. It and, looks um, it looks beautiful. It looks very very stylish. Mm. You're directing it, are you? Yeah, and I'm uh, along with my well, I'm co-directing it along with with my uh, brother in arm Mark. Um, I wanted to do something because you know I've done all these short films before, yeah, yeah. and I wanted to do something that kind of had that looked kind of nice and and interesting but also i kind of wanted to get rid of all the rubbish that goes with interviews how you could do something where you just the two questions you really want to ask someone that's what you want in the show you don't want all welcome come on how are you doing you're looking great i want to get to the meat of the matter and talk to these people about things that they might not have spoken about. Idris Elba being yeah. a case in point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he'd done these radio shows for Radio 2 about African music, which were great. And I've got these brilliant African records from the 70s, from Nigeria, Kenya, all these amazing funk stuff that was yeah. happening, Sierra Leone, that they found all these singles uh, a few years ago and they got reprinted and put mm. out on these brilliant record labels, which you're a fan of as well, mm. so people hear about so I talk to him about it and just see his eyes open and go... Well, there's a bit where he literally steps back out of shock yeah. that you you're, you suddenly you've gone in with this, this slightly obscure thing that he's yeah. done, the Radio 2 show, mm. and you know you can back it up with, with knowledge as yeah. well. You, know, yeah. you can see him genuinely yeah. impressed. Yeah, and it's that kind of thing, because I just get so bored of the same questions getting asked to the same people, and I want to do something different. And you see them, they, they actually enjoy it, and yep. it's so... It's really exciting. I'm, I'm doing it in, in conjunction with... So Television, who are Graham yep. Norton's company. <clears throat> and um, it's so nice doing something that's not TV because you don't have a commissioner going, oh, that was great, but can you just put something in about their latest yeah. whatever, just because, you know, we'll please the sponsors, whatever it is. Yeah. And it feels, it, it just feels genuinely exciting to be doing it. And I love it. And it's so nice being able to do something. Uh, I'm basically directing it, sort of producing it. Uh, and it's nice to have that control. And I actually do do mention him in episode two, but a guy we really like, Limmy, yes. who I think we're going to be interviewing in January, which, which I'm exciting. really excited about. But the way he does his shows, he directs them, he writes it all, and to have that like, creative control Limmy's show, and uh, we've turned a lot of people onto Limmy's show because of him coming on and me just keep tweeting about him all the time. I think he's... he's, he's, he's uh, where the band is... Wrong way! Down a one-way street! 
he, I, I keep doing, um, uh, walking around, you know how Dee Dee starts his, <laughs> I dumped it. Um, and uh, <laughs> I do that a lot. And it, I, I, I think he's a genius. A word that's thrown around way too much. Yeah. I genuinely well, think. Well, do, do you know it is, but so is so is that phrase yes. banded about too yes. much. You know, the word genius is banded about too much, yes. as is that phrase. Yeah. You know, so let's just band it about, or don't band it about, but don't talk about banding the phrase about. But I'm going to band you about in a minute with your lovely legs. But <laughs> but Limmy is a genius. Yeah. And um, uh, uh, it, it, there are similarities, I think, between what you're doing and what Limmy does, in that mm. they have very distinct visual yeah. styles. Yeah. Limmy, you watch a Limmy sketch or mm-hmm. a half-hour show, and it's of you can you, there is a distinct style yeah. that runs all the way through it. And your shows, I mean, I think one is five minutes, one is seven and yeah, a half, yeah. and something like I'll that. Show you, yeah. But there is a there is a distinct style mm-hmm. that runs all the way through it. And yeah. it, it, it it's TV is um, everyone who works in, in high up commissioning programs seems to think that everyone who watches TV is an idiot. And well, the thing is with TV now is like because of what happened in 2008 the recession or you look at what's on tv there isn't much that you think oh, that's really well for me anyway exciting i don't or watch TV innovative anymore. or whatever yeah. and there's so much judging everyone's judging all the time yeah, yeah, like yeah. bake a cake and be judged dance with me and be judged yeah go on to an allotment and be judged and you see some of the people that are doing the judging yeah bloody hell you know <laughs> they do not deserve it to be judged if. <laughs> um, but you know going back to uh my interview with frankie boyle what was yeah. really great was we they basically end up as not interviews conversations and Mm. that's when you get the really interesting stuff and we were talking about limmy yeah and it's really nice talking to someone of frankie's stature about limmy and he's a fan of his as well and you just get onto these nice conversational pieces about talking about basically a third party thing which is always what my intention was and it just makes it really interesting it's like it's it's how we i do the interviews on here is it it's a chat and kind of very very rarely will i have notes occasionally mm. if there's someone and i can't quite work out what my in is but um generally we don't talk about the hit we had john lydon on the other a couple of weeks ago oh. and um we didn't mention i didn't mention punk or the sex pistols yeah, yeah. once because that's like two minutes of his I life you talked about pill yeah oh yeah of course metal was he on top of the because metal box got reissued that and uh, the tour yeah so we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. that and we also talked about judge judy what was he like was he... oh he was like a charming he, old yeah. queen he was yeah, yeah. he was he, he was on the phone he sounded uh-huh. really old um, but he was hilarious. He was because I was terrified. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was—he was just absolutely charming mm. and wonderful. But we did—I didn't mention Punk or the Sex Pistols. He brought up the Pistols once, uh-huh. I think. And I kind of like avoiding the greatest hits. Of course, hit of course, boring. yeah, yeah. But um, I'm trying to get you. You must be aware of uh, Rodney Bingenheimer. Yes, uh, yes. The, 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 who's kind of this odd gentleman that's involved with 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 music in the '60s and '70s. He's coming on, hopefully. But he's his. PA. Have you seen the film? The, the Mayor of Sunset Strip. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an incredible movie. Yeah. I got, can I just anecdotalise for Please a quick... Do. Oh, come on. I bought, <laughs> come on. I got that in a box set with yeah. two other movies. It was The Mayor of Sunset Strip. Yeah. Uh, the Ramones documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. And The Devil and Daniel Johnson, one of the greatest what music documentaries ever made. films. And I was... All of those are I wonderful. I walked out of HMV yeah. with a spring in my step. All of those are yeah, absolutely wonderful. it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, that they've, his PA has um, asked me to send over some questions. And I said, oh, we, t- we tend not to yeah. do that because we just have a chat. She said, oh, no, Rodney would want to see questions. So I, f- I find myself in the opposition of having to write down 
some questions because he's an unusual character, and I'm he happy is, to do it well, because I want to get him the, on. Well, if you watch that film, yeah. and if you do get the chance, dear listeners, The Mayor of Sunset Strip is a real interesting watch. But he still does his show on K Rock, doesn't yeah, yeah, he? Yeah, from, it, yeah. from twelve till three on a, I suppose, on a Monday morning, so yeah. it's Sunday at midnight. Um, oh, that's a great booking. That will be good. Yeah, yeah. So I will, I will bend over back. See, this is why this show is vast turning into appointment radio oh. for not just me but a few others as well. Um, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll, we'll, we'll give out all the details of where people can watch. Okay. Um, the, the Douglas Anderson Show. That's yes. its proper title. That, that is... The, well, no, that's the title. That's the proper it, title. Yes, The Douglas Anderson Show. Is there show. an improper title? In Italy, it's been billed as Dougal Tony Andertoni's show. But, uh, no, The Douglas Anderson Show. And maybe we could give out the details of how to follow us and subscribe. And maybe after a break... And I mean, I don't know. This is your show. I'm not saying what you should do or how you should do it. But I do like how you do it 80% of the time. Late Night Ian Lee Unfiltered Night Talk With the original king of unconventional conversation On Talk Radio We have ways of making you talk So, tell me what happened to your Twitter account You were hacked? I was, yeah What so was your password? 1234 How oh, did you know that? Uh, you are the hacker No, I got a message saying I think you've been hacked And I went onto my Twitter <laughs> And all I can say There was a picture of a lady <laughs> And it was, I found it a bit rude. Is it still up there? No, 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 it's gone. It's gone. She took it down. Yeah, so it was these like, like really rude pictures Ooh. of... Uh, I don't think it was the same lady, it was a few ladies. Are you sure and it was a hacking? I almost had one of my turns. Yeah. I really got shocked. I'm sorry to hear And that. so then, um, just, you know, re- reset things. Had, um, had to be a bit of counselling. Yes. And came back stronger than ever. You really have, and that's yeah. why you're a winner. But I was glad, because I'd kept on my MySpace account, so I was still uh, in the loop as far as technology. I went to MySpace recently, and I, a big old electronic <laughs> tumbleweed just blew <laughs> yeah. past me. Um, g- 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 Kyle. Evening, you all right, boss? Yep, yeah, yep, 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 yep. A uh, couple of things. There's one for you and one for Dougie, if that's all right. Uh, yes, yeah, fine by me. Cool. I was going to say, the, the curse thing, I, I haven't had, uh, well, it's wrong to say, uh, a hit rate like you have, but uh, I got nagged last week on my internet radio show by my co-presenter to play a Christmas song. Mm. I was like, I'm not playing one, not for, you know, till the week before you're Christmas. A miserable git. You're like, go on, sorry. You, I said you're a miserable git. Well... No, because not until the week Another rock Christmas. and roll Christmas. The kind of Christmas rock and roll. All dressed up and here we go. Do I hear sleigh bells in the snow? <laughs> Can't play that one, unfortunately. Oh. He's a nonce. But, but I did play the, uh, under much passion, I did play the Greg Lark song, and then mm-hmm. six days later, he snuffed it. Well, yeah, well, it's, I, it's I, still uh, a black I should be passing it, yeah. your details on to the authorities, and I'm um, hoping... You've killed more... You've killed more people than me, mate. Shut up. Do you know who I'm going to... One of the the greats that left us this year, but I, I can't believe Gary Shandling's gone. That was... <gasps> yeah, oh, yeah. that was a... Gosh. Yeah, that was a blow, wasn't it? There's a really nice, if you ever get a chance, a really nice video of Conan O'Brien talking about Gary Shandling. Sorry, sorry to butt in there, Jake. I hope you don't mind. I'm just colouring the conversation. It's, it's Kyle. Just, sorry, Kyle. Kyle, sorry. Um, and... Remember when Conan O'Brien took over the Tonight Show? Was it the one that Jay Leno had done? Yeah. And he basically did it for a couple of months and then got chucked off. Yeah. And he was in a really bad place. He went on holiday and he was holding in the same place as Gary Shandling was. And he tells mm. this lovely story how Gary Shandling took him under his wing, just really supported him, made him feel like yeah. he was someone again. Yeah. It's really beautiful. 
and it's worth checking out if you do have access to the internet. This is the theme to Gary Show, the da, opening da, da, theme to da, Gary Show. Gary called me up and asked if I would write his theme song. I'm almost halfway finished. How do you like it so far? This is the theme to Gary Shandley Show. I was going to say to Dougie, I actually bought the the box set. Like I was a big Larry Sanders fan. I bought the uh, the big box set that came oh, out yes. this year last. of the Larry Sanders but, show. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Did you buy the Eng- This is important. Did you buy the English box set or the American box set? I think I got the American one. Well, the American one has got about six hours of extras on it that aren't on the English one. Well, this is it because in one of them, he's, I know there's I mean tons of extras, but one of them he does that short video. Where he and it keeps stopping and starting. Where he's done, done an intro for the series, and he wipes off all the awards. I don't know if you to have seen this. Mm. And he says, you know, I don't know whether you're watching this. You know, for all I know, I might have passed on. Oh. And it was just like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. that. But I saw it after the event, and, and I was like, <gasps> Rip Torn is still with us, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ripped on is indestructible. Yeah, that yeah. guy's going nowhere. Yeah. I may have just activated the curse. Jeffrey Tambor, <gasps> what a... I mean, he has gone on to... He goes from strength to strength. Transparent mm. is incredible. I've not seen it. Is it good? Oh, Ian, it's... Um, he's he's so I re- watchable. I really recommend it. Oh, OK. I'm I'm gonna, really, I, and, and, of course, in Arrested Development, oh. the show, which is one of our greatest loves, isn't it? Um, he's There is um, a David Cross... Live, um, recent live concert on mm. uh, Netflix, which is always he's always worth yes, seeing. He does yes. a great line about. I wonder what all these vape shops will be in six months' time when they close down. And it's just said with such venom. And oh, it, yeah, I, yeah. I think he's an, he, David Cross is an absolute uh, genius. What was I watching the other day? Popped up in. Oh, it was an Alvin and the Chipmunks movie, mm. and uh, the kids were enjoying it on one level. I'm going, it's David Cross. There, yeah, he's a very potty right. mouthed um, right. comedian. Carl, uh, do we get to the meat and two veg? Uh, well, the the other thing I had for Dougie, because obviously you're a funny man, Dougie, I was going to tell you my favourite Scottish joke oh. and and see what you thought of it. Is it ra- massively racist? No. Oh, that's a shame, but carry on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like uh, a boy goes into a cake shop, he points in the window, and he says, is that a cake? I'm a, a meringue. And the baker says, no, you're right, it's cake. That is a good one. And I've got... Can I follow that up? With oh, a, I see. I'm a, I'm a, a, I'm a rang. With a little supplementary story. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, that joke was the exact same joke that Ewan McGregor told to the aforementioned Jay Leno when he was still presenting The Tonight Show. What the you can heck? Fi- you can oh. find that on YouTube. Just put in Ewan so McGregor that, Scottish... Carl, you're stealing your material from Ewan McGregor now, are you? Um, yeah. Sorry, boss. There we go. So people want to see the Douglas Anderson show. Yeah. People want to see it. It's not even a question. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm saying it as fact. I would go as far as to say people need to see it. Uh, well, it's, they certainly do. Mm. Um, but for legal reasons, we can't say they need to oh, see it. Oh, okay. Um, I got a lovely message from Grace Dent saying that she had subscribed to it and loved it. I mean, that's a nice, that's a good person. Grace Dent is probably listening right now. That's a good person Be- to have well, on board. No- because she, um, quite often I like to exercise my vocal cords on this show and I might sing a few songs or, or, yes. or toss off a rap. Yes. Um, and Grace Dent will quite often send abuse about me, not to me, because mm-hmm. she's a coward, cowardly troll, but she'll send messages to Catherine on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Saying, oh, this is, uh, mm-hmm. But won't 
won't at me in there. That to me but see, is a, lot, a cowardly a lot troll. People, a lot of people, I think, find you a little bit scary, a little bit larger in life, a little bit lady. But I know you as this, oh, this gentle soul, I'm this gentle interesting yes. person. Yes. But um, a lot of people just think you're a bit too in their in their face. Gosh, and, what can um, I do about that? Uh, ah, stuff them. Um, relax. Relax, guys. Yeah. It, if, yeah. I, if I wanted to see the yes. Douglas Anderson Okay, so show. official YouTube channel, um, YouTube forward slash the Douglas Anderson Whoa, Show. YouTube.com. YouTube.com forward, forward slash. slash the Douglas Anderson Show. Yes. And please do subscribe. Yeah. Because um, that's very important. Yeah. And also, I mean, we're filming, you know, a lot just now up until Christmas. So mm. there's a lot more to come. Um, do follow us on Twitter. Yes. The, the official uh, Twitter channel is DA Talks or Da Talks. <laughs> DA <laughs> DA Talks. We've got a Facebook page as well. You can, Is you, can you can like that. Yeah, oh, well, let's find yeah, that. Yeah. I don't really do Facebook. But okay. I'll, I'll, what do I do? Douglas Anderson. Spin the Douglas Anderson show and it'll come up with... Uh... Let's, have, let's have a little looky. Uh, no, let's not come up with uh, pages. It's got a pages. There we... Oh! Who's that beautiful young man well, in black and white? What see, are you looking at in that picture? Well, see, I'll tell you something. See that picture there? Yeah. Do you ever... You'll probably know this, Ian. Uh, I... I like to talk about Nick Drake. You know those pictures of Nick Drake, the last ever photo shoot you did on Hampstead Heath? Yeah. That was where I went there to get them taken because I love those pictures. Yeah. I was listening to Five Leaves Left just yesterday. I can't do Nick Drake, but do you want to hear my Donovan? Yeah, go on. The Lost City of Atlantis. (laughs) 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 Um... I, I'll, 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 tw- I'll tweet the, the Facebook page as well. Thank so you. Can have a little look. Um, you've got to. How often are you planning on doing these? Is, are you? Are you? Is it just as and when? Well, yeah. I mean, it's no, well, we've got other stuff to be up, so you'll have the episodes. But say, for instance, the the longer versions of the Idris interview, Frankie Boyle yeah. interview, they'll be going up in the next week or so. Okay. okay. Um, so there's a there's a nice stream going on of. of Excellent, interesting, and, it's, and entertaining um, content. We were both saying during the break that neither of us watch television. I don't. I don't. I can't remember. I mean, we, I watched The Apprentice tonight just because something to do before. I the like. Show. I mean, BBC Four has got a lot of stuff on it that I kind of like more documentary things. Right. But like most people, I guess we are. We like our Amazon Primes or Netflixes and watching yeah. things that way. Yeah. So it's kind of different and. I'm just not really into a lot of the shows that seem extremely popular. And I've got nothing against Strictly Come Dancing or X Factor or whatever. But I just, I don't, I've not seen Citizen Khan. Is it any good? Okay. Mrs. Brunsbys. Do you like that? I've never That's seen a comedy show. I, I, I'm very much looking forward to Charlie Brooker's Yearly Wipe. That is, uh, that's going to be good. Still though. Game is, I'm, that, I'm, I'm told that Still Game is. Is good. And you're I've, a Scottish person, so I, you must um, know I've about not seen it. it. I've not seen the the because Limmy series. goes on about it. Yeah, a lot, I've, not, I've not seen the, the new series, so I can't tell you. Do you know what one of the greatest ever Scottish comedies was? No, go on. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Vidal. Because they had a lot of Scottish accents in it, but what they were doing was just generally funny, regardless yeah. of geography. And it's not dissimilar to Limmy in that way. Yes, he's yeah. got the, the Scottish accent, but you could do that in. The comedy itself, or the subject matter, is just standalone okay. funny. We're going to play comedy teams that slip through the net. Mm-hmm. We didn't get. Oh, we didn't get to play iPod roulette. That's oh, okay, but I prefer this game. This comedy teams that slip through the net. Um, yeah. Kids in the hall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go on your turn. Oh, oh, oh right. I have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're so basically, it's 
comedy shows that I'll tell you one that I was thinking of today. Very famous person, Steve Coogan. Yeah. Very famous. Mm. Very successful. Saxondale was one of his greatest ever creations. Yeah, Saxondale was it was a lot of fun. Two series went series one in particular. Just his acting in it is superb. Yeah. And the other characters, it's that is a real gem. That's because everyone obviously still bangs on about Parger, but Saxondale was really something. But, special. but it was a little bit too subtle for people. I well, think. that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes subtlety is Which too is subtle for the people. The joy of doing something on uh, on the internet, and you know, people can afford. I know you're working with it with a professional, but you you can get a decent Canon camera for seven yeah, eight hundred well, quid, definitely, definitely. and it, it, it's broadcast quality. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could use well, it. Well, an television. iPhone is broadcast. Well, you're quality. right. Actually, yeah, you can you can do it, you can do it on an iPhone. I'm now. glad I was writing that one because yeah. I was making a bit of a you, point. You're, through, you're through to the next round, which is um, the next part of this conversation. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, the trick is getting people to find it yeah, and to, yeah. to, to 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 see it mm-hmm, and, to, mm-hmm. and to then share it. I guess you're very dependent on word of mouth. And yeah, um, well, it is, and and. You, I mean, one one of the things I guess you want to do if you can is end up getting some sponsorship. Yeah. Where then you get money to promote it, um, but that can only come by starting to do it in the first place. Yeah, so yeah. it is kind of build it and they will come sort of. You are very ideology. much um, a, a homebrew kind of person in terms of the book and in terms yeah. of, of of this show and the short films that you've well, made. I've always thought if an opportunity doesn't exist, just just create it yeah. in some way. But also, what I'm into and what I do a lot of the time, there isn't an outlet for it unless I. I make it happen. Yeah. But I think mm. what's great about the Douglas Anderson show is the fact that you can see people like Idris Elba, Frankie Boyle, Stephen Mangan talking about things they're genuinely interested in mm. uh, that they don't really maybe get the chance to a lot of the time. But it's still really interesting for people who only know Idris Elba, say, from The Wire. Yeah. Or Frankie Boyle from Mock the Week, whatever it might be. Um I'm really excited about it. And it's mm. kind of... Do you know what's really lovely? So doing something like, this is exactly what I want to do and should be doing yeah. it and sort of doing it and it's really yeah it's lovely and being able to direct it and all the rest of it mum's okay is she my mother i love your mother my mum she always asks after me she's a big fan of yours yes she always asks for you and she was asking for you today i spoke to her i'm going up to see her this weekend send her my love i will do and she's she's very well thank you um so the douglas anderson show I'm going to... Let me do the Facebook page. Look, so there's the, uh, the Facebook page. I'm going to tweet yeah. that. It's all social media, isn't it? Well, it has to be. We have to be. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not one to look to the future, but I'm forecasting pretty big things for the internet in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't think it's going to take off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Um, what are you doing for Christmas? Anything exciting? All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. My two front teeth. I am spending it in Surrey. Uh, As you know, I married a lady from from Surrey. So I'll be spending it with with my in-laws. Lovely people. Beautiful. Um, um, Looking forward to it. Uh, I'm actually, I'm working on Christmas Eve. I'm doing Fighting Talk, the show I do quite a bit on, on Radio 5, on Christmas Eve. Then I'll be going down to Waterloo. I'm getting the train down. I'm going to a carol service at five o'clock oh, on Christmas Eve. Which I, 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 Christian now, Christian now, is it Christian now, is it? <laughs> I always like a carol they service. They asked me to do fighting talk this week, and I said I don't know anything about sport. You, don't, you are, you, there's not even one sport that you're into. You just are not into no. sport at all. And they said, oh no, they're looking for someone who's not into sport. I thought, mm, oh, I'm going to make me look sorry, like a sad, 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 that Dougie, it's always a pleasure. Oh, it's so lovely to see um, you. Let's go out for some food after Christmas. Not chilly. Yeah.
Um, 0344 499 1000. Do call up to listeners, otherwise the next two hours are going to be crap. Across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Talk radio. Thank you, Dougie. Thank you, dear listener. The show continues as per usual. I will sit here and talk balls. You're welcome to call in and discuss said balls or your own balls. 0344 499 1000. This is a phone in show unlike any other. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Dirty Jagger. Oh, he went to the wrong song. Hang on a minute. Let me find. Hang on a minute. 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 I was trying. See, I'm trying to do it on my iPod. And um, hang on. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on. A minute. Turn that off. That's no, not me. Um, oh, I tell you what. How long is that? We'll have this. Dirty Jagger.
bit of... Isn't that song just gorgeous? If I were in my car now, I'd put that song right back to the start and play it again. One of the best albums in the world. Promenade by the Divine Comedy. <laughs> Absolutely stunning. Good evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. You're listening to Talk Radio. Douglas has gone. It's just yous and me's. That's it, guys. That's it. Two hours of a bloke sat in a studio talking to, well, himself, probably. Um, You're welcome to join in at any moment. I'm not going to give you any clues. I'm not going to give you any pointers. I'm not going to give you anything to hang your hats or coats on. You just got to feel the spirit, baby. You've just got to feel the spirit. You can pick up the phone at any time during the next two hours and dial the number. We will call you back and you'll come on national radio. Imagine. And there's no intensive screening process. There's no... 21-year-old answering the phone, auditioning you, what would you like to say? Would you? How would you like to make that point? Okay, well, we may get back to you. There's none of that. We haven't got enough of you to do that at the moment. You phone up. You'll speak to Kath. She'll take your details. She'll call you back. Simple as. There are some bits during the show when it gets a bit busier, so maybe your phone call won't get answered. Call back in ten minutes. And there are some bits of the show where it's really quiet and you'll get straight through. And that's fine. And it's entirely up to you what you want to say. Imagine that. Imagine that. You can phone up and you can set the agenda for the radio show. You can steer the direction the show goes in. I was listening to another radio station on the way home last night. And a man started talking about a conversation that he'd had with the host the week before. The host shut him down immediately and said, well, that was last week. We're not talking about that now. How do you answer this question that we're talking about in this hour now? Jeez. Because that's how conversations work, isn't it? That's how conversations work. You're not allowed to refer back to something that was said last week. You're not allowed to um, maybe throw in something completely random into the mix. You're not allowed to do that. Why? I don't know why. What are these loons scared of? Why are people scared of spontaneity? Why are people scared of someone phoning in and saying something completely unprepared and unexpected? There's nothing to be scared of. I've got a button. I've got a big red button that says dump. So if something, someone says something that is legally... I pressed it. 
You didn't hear that sentence I just said. So, we're completely protected. I've got faders, haven't I, Lindsay? You got, I've got faders. I'm in complete control. So why are so many hosts and so many producers and so many program controllers, they're the bosses. Why are so many scared of them? Scared, so many of them scared of a little bit of spontaneity. Something a little bit unprepared, unpredictable. Some bits might not work. I know. Some bits might be dull. Oh, no, never. Really? But you can bet your ass that the bits that aren't dull are more thrilling, more exciting than anything else on the radio. Take those risks, guy. Take those risks. Oh, three, four, four. 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. It's entirely up to you. I can do this on my own, but I think it sounds better if you join me. So it's up to you. And I can do three hours on my own. Of course I can. That's what I get paid for. When there's loads of calls, I'm doing it for free. I, I, I earn the bucks when no one calls in, and that's fine. And I have tricks up my sleeve. Kath can come and join me in the studio. I've got stories in the papers. I can talk. I, I, I can do it. But I think it sounds better if you call in. Do you want to play? This is an open invitation. I'm knocking on your door and asking your mum, are you coming out to play? 03444991000. Lindsay. Hello. Good evening, Lindsay. What have you got for us tonight? I've had a very mixed experience of eBay this week. Hello? Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, well, I, I bought a, uh, a, a one of the greatest feminist video games of all time. Yes. Called Pop and Twinby. Pop and Twinby? I don't know Pop and Twinby. 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 Yes. Pop and Twinby, okay. Yes. And uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to that. It's uh, it's very diverse and colourful and uh, very pretty. And also, if, uh, from what I've read over the years, very entertaining and uh, stimulating. Right. When, when is this game from? Uh, well, I don't. I've not heard of Pop and Twindy. It was uh, on the Super Nintendo. Okie dokie. Okie yes. dokie. Yeah. Okay. And, it's, and, it, and you can you can play as. Uh, a woman mm -hmm. and a non-woman. Okay, and how so much it, did, did how much did this game cost? Well, considering I bought it in mint condition, uh, quite a bit. Well, how much? Forty quid. Double. Seventy quid. That's yeah. Uh, no, it's more than that. Um, would you agree with me, Lindsay? that one of the finest games of all time, and it's a masterpiece, and it goes for... it. Well, it, it, it's, I remember I got, I've got a copy of it somewhere, and it goes for a fortune. Vip Ribbon. Pardon? Vip Ribbon. What is that? You've never played Vip Ribbon? Oh, Lindsay, it's a PlayStation game. Let me go on eBay, because I bet it goes 
for it, I, I remember a friend bought me a copy of it about 10 years ago and it was 40 quid then vip ribbon it's absolutely um vip ribbon is it called vip ribbon why, why has it got no um playstation hang on hang on hang on hang on bear with me bear with me um uh 50 quid 50 quid buy it now um vip ribbon is it's vib ribbon sorry vib ribbon i apologize that's what i was getting my mistake there vib ribbon it's brilliant you play um uh, it's um a rabbit and uh, he dances to music Oh, like a, a harmonite. Yeah, like that. Um, but I think this was the first one. And it's it's all vector graphics. So it's just black and white. And it is absolutely stunning and Moorish and addictive. And the, you have to dance in rhythm to the music. And you can put your own CDs in. And the, 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 the further along you get, the more elaborate the pattern that he's dancing on gets. It's absolutely stunning. And do you know what? I'm going to dig out my copy and I'm going to te- I'm going to show that to the boys this weekend. Have I got a PlayStation 1 somewhere? Somewhere. We'll play Vib Ribbon. That's what we're going to do. Oh, well, um I, it should my game should arrive in the post by tomorrow. Well, that's wonderful. So that was the good um eBay. You said you had a mixed bag yes. with eBay. What happened? I I ordered a bunch of replacement DVD cases for my Wii games last week. Yes. And um, they haven't turned up. They're t- at least three days overdue. Uh-oh. And, and I, I checked on uh, the seller's um, uh, profile. Oh, They no. have about... They have 90% uh, uh, good feedback. Yes. But uh, the negative feedback, they all seem to say the same thing uh, that's happened to me. Yeah. That um, they take the money, yeah. but you don't get anything in return and they don't contact you. But you'll get you the money back, threaten- won't you? No, you have to threaten them to, for them oh. to even consider giving it back. Oh. And I just want I just want to warn people, uh, um, there are, uh, even those with excellent feedback, uh, they can rip you off. I, I wasn't ripped off too badly, but I've had to try and get another bunch of cases from someone else now because... Yeah. These people on eBay um, uh, ripped me off and didn't deliver what they promised. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Lindsay. That must be very upsetting. Have you, have you got a safe space you can go and talk about this? Yes, I have. This is a safe space. That's why I called you. That's what you think, love. Rape threat. <laughs> it wasn't a rape threat, but I could see how it Are you? Do you think rape's funny? <laughs> Thanks for calling, Lindsay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. It's got to be new meds. It's got to be new meds. 0344-499-1000. Al, Lucy, Damo, stay there. Come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and after On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, man alive. Let's go to um, Lucy. Good evening, Lucy. Hello. Hello, Hello. Lucy. Hello. Can you hear me all right? Yes, I can. What's going on? Um, I'm making a cup of tea. beautiful. Yeah. What? I wanted to talk to you because I've just listened to a podcast. Yes. And my mate Alec, well, apparently he's my mate, according to the mummy's PA. Yes. Um, 
phoned you. Is there any chance, Lucy, you could, um, I don't know, pick the phone up with your hands? Possibly. Come on. Come on. Come on. Right, can you Spe- hear me better now? Yes, of course yeah. you can. Speakerphone is rubbish. Oh, sorry. That's all right, go on. Um, yeah, so, anyway, I heard you and you said I can have a ticket. So can I have a ticket? Hang on, sorry, what? You said I can have a ticket. You said to Alex, he can't come, but I can. Oh, yeah, um, no. <laughs> Huh? That wasn't the answer I was expecting. No, it's not. How, the thing is, if I gave you a golden ticket, you're talking about the New Year's Eve golden ticket, right? Shut up on phone. You see, if I gave you the um, New Year's Eve golden ticket, how do I know that you wouldn't turn up with him? I definitely won't. He called me his PA. Yeah, that was rude. Is he your boyfriend, your lover? No. Is he your sex, no. your sex partner? No. Would you like to be? Not what, after being called a PA? Yeah? No. Definitely not. Role play? Mm, maybe. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Have, have you listened to the show before, Lucy? I have. What was your favourite bit? Uh, the, the thing that I listened to was food to eat. What? Food to eat. Um, food to eat. There was a guy and there were people yes. randomly giving him lists of food. Yes, and what would he say? He was saying food to eat or food not to eat. I thought it was amazing. It was amazing, wasn't it? Is that the only bit you've heard? No, I've heard a few things. Go on, give us, give, us another, give us another bit. Another bit? No, you can't let me do that. It's almost like you've that only ever heard that Lindsay bit. person came on the other night and had a freak out again. Yeah. And um, it, what is the story of Lindsay, actually? Um, no one's quite sure. Because, like, um, mm. does she speak every night? Yeah, pretty much. Well, you'd know if you listened. Well, I'm new to it. I'm uh, not lying. Huh? I'm new, but I'm an every-nighter. Mm. Um, we're not giving away a ticket tonight. We're giving away a ticket tomorrow night. So I've got to listen and call tomorrow. You've got to listen and call tomorrow. Whereabouts do you live, Lucy? Getford. Hmm. Um, give us a call tomorrow. What was the What was the game we played about food again? I can't remember. Have <laughs> oh, I got it completely wrong? Yes. Food yes. to eat. I, I did. I did have. A, I was drunk, but you know, it's food too. Yeah. All right, Lucy. Food nice to, to talk to you. Bye. Bye. Uh, food to eat. Food not to eat. <laughs> That's like a little version of um, <laughs> of the product. Um, Damo. Oh, hello. Hello, Damo. Um, hello. Uh, long time, first time, very long time, actually. Very long first time, time, first time. I like that. Very long time, first time. Um, uh, why did I call? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm a podcast listener. I don't ever listen live. Oh, nice one. Good. Thank you, Damon. Um, and I was wondering if I could just give my future self a warning. Oh, yeah, please do. We like these. We, if anyone, anyone wants to, um, either send out a coded message... Um, or speak to themselves in the future via now and the podcast, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Damo, away you go, mate. Look at that! Thanks for calling, Damo. Hello. <laughs> um, we did, we did um, a thing years ago on Absolute where people could phone up and give out coded messages, and I'm sure that there was an increase in murders as a direct result because people were phoning up and... Um, Anyway, ow! Evening. Evening, Evening, boss. Evening, now. What you got for us? 
Well, I was just listening to what you were saying earlier about the forgotten comedy comedy gems. You know, all the ones that slip through the net. Yes. You said you said Kids in the Hall, which I totally agree with. Yeah, Kids I in the Hall, absolutely yeah. wonderful, wonderful Canadian comedy sketch troupe from the late nineties. Just oh, yeah, uh, they were. They're great. I've been watching them on YouTube again recently, actually, and just then it still you know it yeah. still holds up a lot of it. Yeah. Their film Brain Candy was a big. Big disappointment, I think. That's well, I, do you know, I, enjoy, I went to see Brain Candy at the time. Me, my friend Justin, and my sister, yeah. and there was one other person in the cinema. <laughs> yeah. And I remember enjoying <laughs> it at the time a lot, laughing a lot. And then I got it when it came out on video, and I thought, oh, actually, it's, it's some good bits, but it's not that funny. The bit that really killed it, that was really controversial, I understand, was the thing they had that character called Cancer Boy, you know? Who oh, turned, yeah, Cancer Boy. in a wheelchair. Yeah. And you just were thinking... This is just... Yeah, it, it, I can see what they're doing, but it ain't working. Yeah. But, yeah. And that was just what I, I couldn't kind of, uh, you know, get on with, with bits like that in it. But anyway, the, the one I was going to say, the I was, one I was going to put forward that you kind of you kind of did an entree to in, in, when you were talking with Dougie was it came from The Last Resort. Yes. And it was Ronan Rivron. Yeah. It was a spin-off from The Last Resort. Do you know what it might be? The so Ronan Rivron... Uh, sitcom, really, I suppose you call it, mockumentary series. Oh, no, go on, what was that? And it was called Set of Six. That and it rings was, a bell, yeah. That uh, rings was, a bell. It was very, very different at the time, because it was very laid-back, kind of naturalistic sort of style of comedy, and it mm. was done on film. They they did it they fil- did it on film, and um, six, as as the title might suggest, there were six episodes. And it was just very, very funny, but not many people watched it. I think Gerald Scarf, the cartoonist, directed quite a few of the episodes as well. So. I once avoided Roland Rivron on a bus. He used to live near me, or I used to live near him. And <laughs> yeah. um, we'd we'd spoken. What we we'd spoken somewhere. I don't know if it, if I'd interviewed him or he'd, we'd been on a show together or something. Mm. Um, and then uh, and then one day I saw him on the bus, the one four two, and I just didn't want to talk to him. So yeah. I kind of um, I, I, I pretended I hadn't seen him and went upstairs. <laughs> He's had a very mixed career, Roland Rivron, because he was he was in um, French and Saunders quite Ra- a lot. Wasn't raw he? Sex, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, he was in Raw Sex, and he did a lot of stuff with. Um, I used to like Jewel Raw Holland. Sex. Yeah, no, that was quite good. But this this set of six, I want to thank you actually because I hadn't um, only had a VHS of half of the series from years back, yeah. but I've just found it on iTunes tonight. So from what you were saying about you know Last Resort and. Um, I tell you what's yeah. another good program, right? And I only just yeah. I, I missed it when it came out because um, I, like everyone else, was watching The Office, right? All right and, yeah. and I only discovered it um, uh, uh, last year or the year before. Um, yeah. I can't think what it's called. It's the one set in a pub with um, 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 oh, what's the one set in a pub? And it's the bloke who wrote The Royal Family with. Oh yeah, it's called. Um not last orders it's called um yeah i know what you mean craig cash is craig it? cash is craig cash uh, it's called early um, doors no. early doors catherine's early reminded doors, me that's right yeah. it, it, there's only two series of it like 12 yeah, episodes right. yeah 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 i do it remember is it yeah. absolutely stunning is it? it is so good honestly it is so so funny just beautifully done really yeah. subtle um, and some not so subtle bits actually, and it's yeah. just a joy to watch. I should go back to that. But the other thing you were saying about Limmy is like, the other thing I don't understand about Limmy is why he hasn't become bigger in in all of the UK rather than just kind of um, a bit of a cult. Well, than... I, I don't. Was his show ever shown outside of BBC Scotland? I know it's on Netflix now, but they've they've edited bits of it. But um, but, but it, it wasn't shown. No, on, it like, wasn't. It wasn't. The and BBC. the only thing I ever saw him in 
sort of south of the border, if you like, is he was in the IT crowd and he did a tiny cameo and that was it. Oh, did he? He was in the IT crowd very briefly as a window cleaner or something. Oh, okay. He is. And that's it. <laughs> I know that he was. He, he, he'd written. In, indulge us for a second, dear listener. Uh, a falcon yeah. hoof. Um, yeah. Sitcom. Oh yeah, but, that's it. Good. But, oh great. Yeah, but then, then the BBC oh, rejected it. Oh right. Yeah, this is it. I just uh, the other thing I don't understand is why more southern, southern. Listen to me, but more comedians south of you know English comedians didn't sort of stick him in their stuff and try and you know it's a bit like yeah a musician that you could stick on your record and people would get yeah. to know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I know exactly happen. what you mean. Yeah, it's a shame. Anyway. Uh, Al, listen, thank you for that. I appreciate that. 0344 499 1000 is the phone. Early Doors is just, um, it's just wonderful. I mean, it's so uh, clever and um, proper laugh out loud funny. Um, we can talk about that. Comedies that slipped through the net if you want. 0344 499 1000. Carl, stay there. Come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Evening, Carl. Hello. Hello, Carl. You're live on Talk Radio. What would you like to live. say? Um, I've got a quick question. You were talking earlier, right, about um, uh, what's that program on BBC Radio Five Live that you're asked to go on? Oh, um, fighting talk. Um, fighting talk. Yeah. yeah. And I was talking to my um, uh, girlfriend. What do you, what do you put now? Okay, this is another question, actually. I've got two questions. Um, what do you call someone you've lived with for, like, 20 years? You haven't got married to her? Yeah. Do you call her your girlfriend? That sounds a bit immature, I think. Yeah, I would... Yeah, I would... Um, I would... I don't like the word partner. No, because it sounds like I could be gay, couldn't I? If I came on and said, my partner, you might think I'm gay. Nothing wrong with being gay, obviously. No, I don't you know, think... Could... Um, I, I, see, partner doesn't, for me imply homosexuality anymore no okay um but i mean what what, what how old are you 43 40, 41 what is that it's the two-year window guys i'm good at this pretty tall um yeah it, it, it does feel a bit old to be saying girlfriend and boyfriend lover call her your lover yeah but that's a bit do you do you make love lover. do you make love yeah of course she's yeah, your lover yeah. she's your sex partner <laughs> Okay. Anyway, I was talking to my lover. Here we go. In the kitchen before she went to bed. <laughs> and um, yes. we, were at, we were guessing how much you would get paid to to go on a show like Fighting Talk. 200, 200 quid. Was it? Uh, yeah. Who's closer than me then? Well, I said five or five hundred. She said two fifty. So no, no, no. Like, for okay. for for a radio show like that, it it, it it's um, well, I say it's not a lot. I mean, it's I don't I, I assume it's only a couple of hours work. So a hundred quid an hour. That's not bad going. Um, no, I it, like that. Yeah, it's two hundred quid. But the thing is, I I'd, I'd not listened to it. I've never listened to it before. I was asked to go on. I've never listened to it before. I'm suspicious when they said, "Oh no, they're looking for people who don't know anything about sports." I thought, "Yeah." Well, well, and also I don't well, do I isn't. don't do very well on panel shows. Any time I've ever been on a panel show, I've I just don't I don't I can't function in them very well. Well, there's loads of people on there that don't know anything about sport anyway. So really? I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. Well, like completely. Do, don't know. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's a lot of people on, go on there that just really don't. They just read the newspaper and then, you know, oh, I might. talk about what's happening in the week. I would. 200 quid, I'd do it. Yeah. Well, you've probably got loads more money than me. So. <laughs> I, I, I possibly have got loads more money than you, but I'm not, listen, I've not got so much money that I, but, that I turned down 200 quid because it's not enough. Au contraire, au contraire. 
Um, but I, I, I'm, in, I'm fortunate enough that I can turn down stuff if it don't qu- quite feel right to me, Carl. OK. Um, but Dougie's, right, on fighting, Dougie's on fighting talk quite a lot. Hey. Thanks for calling, Carl. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Now I should... Uh, um, uh, well... Not normally now I'd go through the papers, and I will a little bit, but um, it, the papers the last couple of days. In fact, Sunday, when I was, I did Sky News on Sunday. Um, I, I go in every once a month, uh, and I do three reviews of the papers. So me and a, a female presenter, quite often it's Anne Diamond. Last week it was Petrie Hoskin, who I think is brilliant, and is a, one of the most delightful women you could ever meet. And... Um, Oh, and Stephen Dixon wants to come on as a guest. We'll get Stephen. I must. I've got. Um, I'm, we'll, we'll we'll get Stephen on as a guest because he's hilarious. He's filthy. He's the guy that hosts hosts it at the weekend. Filthy, but he's hilarious. I must text him. Um, and um, oh yeah. Uh, so you have to go through the the papers on this thing, and you do three hits, and you have to come up with four stories each, and and, and you come up with different stories. It's it's twelve stories each, right, for the whole morning. There was nothing in the papers whatsoever. I mean, there was obviously there was stuff. It wasn't blank pages, but it it was really slim pickings, guys. And I, I, it was one of the worst mornings I've had on Sky. Just it wasn't. We had nothing meaty to sink our teeth into. Um, the jokes weren't working. It was none of it. it was awful. Absolutely awful. Um, and since then, where are we now? Thursday. The papers have been absolutely shocking. There's nothing in the papers worth talking about. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, six stories that I've jotted down that I can kind of riff on for a couple of minutes. But there's not a lot in them. These are the lines I've written. Giraffes. Optimism, retire, potato water, expensive presents, and Jose Tat. That's it. That is what I've written down, and I'm hoping, and I'm hoping will sustain the next hour and a half of radio. Flipping heck. Imagine. Imagine. Poor, isn't it? You can, you know, save me from... uh, Dine on my ass by calling oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. George has called in. Good evening, George. Good evening, Ian. Very nice to hear you again. I hope you've had a lovely day. Um, well, gosh, that uh, have I had a lovely day? I saw my eldest's Christmas show today, and he oh, yeah. was a camel. Oh, nice, the classic. Yeah, he was a camel, and he was very, very funny, and he got a laugh. Yeah. And um, then at the end, he was one of the bell ringers, and it was um, it was it was brilliant, you know. And and I watched it, and I filmed a couple of little bits. The guy next, I, I got, I was sat in the front, and I was just filming. I don't film the whole thing now because I think the whole show is filmed professionally. Sure. Um, so I just filmed when he had a couple of lines. I filmed those bits and I took a couple of pictures, and then I watched it and enjoyed it. But the guy next to me, he had like um, it was almost like a professional. 
TV rig, and he was taking up the, the big space. He had a tripod, and he had a big camera with a zoom lens on it, and he was filming it. And I kept looking at the shots he was getting, thinking, well, that looks pony. Um, and there was one point when it was really quiet, and he was trying to extend the legs on his oh, tripod. Oh, Lord. And then he could he could tell it was it was being noisy. And so <laughs> the next time that like there was a big noise as everyone got up to sing a song, suddenly he whipped the he whipped the legs out and did all that. And he was he was kind of encroaching onto my personal space. Um, but I just just thought, oh man, alive! Come on, dude, get over yourself. No, it's the sort of thing that he's spending so much time sorting that out. He's missing what he's there to see. And I've it? done that in the past. The first few things, I I was so. Uh, uh, uptight about getting in a good position so I could get a yeah. good shot and stuff. And now it's like I've got my phone ready. If I think, if I see him, his group standing up, he's going to speak. I'll just whip it up, but I'm still watching him. I'm not looking through the phone. And then I put it down, and it's just so I can send it to his grandma and show it yeah, to my mum when I go and visit her at the weekend. And, lovely. Um, you know that, 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 that all we take, George. We take so many pictures now. I recently, I'm just going to my phone because I want to see how many pictures I've got on my phone, right? Mm-hmm. And bearing in mind, about six months ago, I took all of my pictures off and put them on hard drive because my phone was being really slow. Right. Sure. I've got 1,575 pictures on my phone, right? Crikey, yeah. Um, but which for some people isn't, you know, some people have got a lot more than that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm never, and I'm looking through them. I've got a picture of Ian Dale. Got um, a book about Harpo, picture of Harpo Marx, picture of my mate Scott as a kid, uh, picture of my friend Mackenzie wearing a gollywog badge, a picture of Justin Lee Collins, and loads of pictures of my kids. Um, we take too many pictures, George. We take too many pictures, and 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 we never know what to do with them, you know. And we're never going to look at those, and they'll all get lost. And I've got this great app. Right, this great app, and I keep t- telling Kath to do it. And she, you've not done it yet. The free print, have you done it? This, honestly, this app is brilliant, and I'm not affiliated with it, but it's brilliant. Right, free prints, it's called. Mm-hmm. And what it does every month, I get um, a reminder um, saying, "Oh, you've got forty-five free pictures." And what I do is I go on my phone and I tick 45 pictures uh-huh. and I get them turned into actual photographs. Oh, proper photos. Photographs. Oh, for free. Yeah. For free. It, wow. costs, it costs £3.99 postage. That's it. Oh, I do a lot of posting. That seems fairly reasonable. It's very... I think it's an absolute bargain. And yeah. they're good quality pictures. How do and they make any money? It, well, I don't... This is the thing. I don't know. I don't know how they do it, and I don't care. I just think it's such a brilliant, brilliant service. And I forget, and I get a reminder every month. Don't forget, your month's month's nearly up, um, and you've still not not got your pictures. Yeah, in the small pin, do you reckon they now own the rights (laughs) to that picture? They'll be putting it on adverts and things around the world. (laughs) They probably, they probably do. I'll go to Dubai or somewhere, and there'll be a big poster. And your family will be the sort of, you know, tucking into some fish that's exactly what will be going on. I, I just think it's such a good... Because we don't look at pictures anymore, and I want to get a picture <laughs> album, and I want to, you know, and I'm, I, I want to try and make a, a, a point of taking less pictures on my phone and enjoying the moment. Exactly. 
I, um, well, I read a very interesting article that was all about why um, you look at old-fashioned photographs, the old black and white ones, yeah. people didn't smile. And uh, straight away, the sort of usual answer you see for that is that uh, it would take quite a long time for the exposure to develop, so yeah. you have a straight face. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think also um, it used to be a terribly sort of exciting and novel thing to happen, and so people would go to, they might only have one photograph in their whole lifetime. And so it was yeah. quite a, not a solemn occasion, but, you know, it, it was a, a one-off thing. They didn't want to pull a silly face and ruin it. Perhaps. Was it expensive? So would would really it really be... concentrate on that moment. It would be the one photo they'd have. Most people couldn't afford to have a portrait painted yeah. or a little miniature, and uh, it was a serious, important thing. I'm thinking of changing my whole life, George, right? And that includes getting rid of a lot of junk. And, and by junk, I mean kind of the things that I own. But I'm, I, I can't quite bring myself to do it. I'm fact, yeah. quite a long way off bringing myself to do it. But it's an idea I'm kicking around. You'd only buy it back on eBay and spend too much money. Possibly. You'd possibly. But um, that reminds me, on the New Year's Eve show, I'm bringing in my record player. We're going to plug in my record player. All the incidental music will be coming from records, which will be good. Oh, nice. I've got a dance set uh, for my girlfriend's well, wife now. Um, oh. Last birthday, yeah. Beautiful. Okay. The dance sets are beautiful. Big weight things. I'll, I'll, I'll bring in my little tinny plastic one because I can plug it into the headphones. Okay. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, I did kind of, because I was thinking about this photo thing. I've been thinking about it for the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. And I did kind of think that I would like to swear off taking photos on my phone and only take photos with a camera. Oh, but, uh... but, but, but then I, then I thought, well, maybe I'm, 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 I'm cutting off my nose to spite my face and I might miss something magical but saying that i must have easily twenty thousand pictures of my kids somewhere on um some of them are lost because i took them on 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 a phone and i didn't back it up and that phone got got stolen Uh, yeah or or, or some of them are on memory cards that i don't know where they are or what they are so you know i'd it's just nice to take pictures and have them developed i don't know there's there's there's, there's some i'm clutching at something george there's there's some um, breakthrough i'm approaching but i don't know what it is yet yeah i was the youngest of uh, two kids, and my parents were sort of bored of having yeah. kids' photos by then, and so there's about three photos of me as a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's about it. They had there's hundreds of my brother, first one, and uh, a few less of my sister, and then uh, about two of me. So I presume I was a child, but there's no proof out there. There's no video of me till the age of about 16, and actually I don't know where that tape is. That's not quite true. There's a little bit of cine film of me. Um, uh, there's a little bit of cine films. My great-grandmother was into making cine films. And in fact, no, yeah, classic. Yeah, about a year yeah, ago, my uncle converted a load of it to DVD, and I just, yeah. I've just not been able to bring myself to watch it because I find it Good too day. emotional. Because my, yeah. my dad will be on there, and, and I know that there's footage of my nan and granddad visiting us when we lived in Slough when I was, would have been about six, and I just can't bring myself to watch it. Uh, one day you'll... Yeah. You'll be brave and it'll oh, be lovely. Yeah, yeah it'll be. At the minute, you're like Jesus, aren't you? Everyone knows, you know, you were born yep. at six years old and then bang, you're 30 and you're on TV. Yeah. That's, Brilliant. That's the way it goes, man. <laughs> and the middle bit is a lovely foggy mystery. <laughs> foggy mystery, yeah. How much of your childhood can you remember? Oh, I think about this a lot. Very little. I remember being very frightened and scared of going to, um, must have been nursery school, and hiding behind my mum and getting sort of up inside her jumper and hiding behind her um, before going off. Um, I remember, actually, one of my best memories is um, uh, having all my Jurassic Park toys out on the floor. Yeah. 
I'm 30 now, so I must have been, oh, 92, My boys are just getting into Jurassic Park. They've been playing Jurassic, well, Jurassic World, but we watched a bit of Jurassic Park. Uh, they're getting oh, into it's it. so good. Yeah, it, oh, was, it was a good film. I'd never I seen day. it before. So frightening. We saw it in 3D, wow. and it was it turned it into an absolute horror film. It's yeah. so frightening. Um, but, uh, no, I, I had all my toys out there and uh, uh, went to bed, and then Dad uh, got home from work, and he set it all up like a big... Uh, fight with all the men and the T-Rex was eating <laughs> Alan Grant and stuff and I woke up in the morning and they were all outside my door having this big battle. It was amazing. Fantastic. And to know that my dad must have spent, you know, 10, 15 minutes good there before him. going to bed. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. My first, my first memories, I, I remember being three and I remember we had a coffee table and I remember crouching at one end of this coffee table and leaning around it and looking at my mum and I remember thinking, I am three. <laughs> I really remember that. Um, uh, and that's my first memory. But I don't remember. There, I mean, my memory is terrible, but I don't remember a lot of my childhood. Not because I think anything particularly traumatic happened. You know, I just, I don't remember much of it. No, I think, um, nah, it's, it's fine really, isn't it? It's Every fine. now and again you get a snatch of it, but if someone says, or, you know, if someone suddenly says to you, think of the first day at school, you'll never remember it, but then one day you'll be walking down the street and you'll see a sight or smell a smell and uh, you'll think, oh, my days, remember that dinner lady who looked after me when I was crying because I was sad and didn't have any friends and I pretended my granddad had died. Yeah. Stuff like that. See, I hadn't thought of that for ages. Now it's popped into my head. You pretended your granddad had died? Yeah, because I was uh, was by myself in lunch. Um, Didn't really have many friends and I was just a bit sad. Didn't want to be at school. So I was crying. And uh, she came and asked me, oh, what's the matter? I said, oh, you know, I didn't want to say I'm a bit lonely. <laughs> so yeah, said, yeah. Yeah, my granddad's died. And oh. then I tried it again. Um, it felt like to me years later, she'd never remember, but it was probably only a few months later. And she said, oh, the other one. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, she knew I was a, a lonely fibber. Oh, the lonely fibber. <laughs> That's a great title for a book. The lonely the fibber. Lonely fibber. Well, if you lie, you're going to end up lonely soon enough, aren't yeah. you? Well, you, you tell There's me about it, Josh. Um, yeah. Thanks for calling. Do, I've got no, to move on. I didn't even get to my oh, point. Well, in that case, stay there. Let me play the ads. We'll do it after this. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered <laughs> night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. George, what was the point that we never got round to making? Oh, well, I was thinking about good old games yes. uh, on the PlayStation. Yep. And I think the best game I've ever played uh, in my 30 years is uh, one called Bishy Bashy. Have you ever played it? Have you ever heard of it? Now, I know Bishy Bashy. Isn't that lots of mini-games? Yeah, and they're all kind of silly is. little quick-button-bashing games. Oh, my days. Yeah. If you've got kids. I purposely, for my stag do, uh, actually, no, the day before my wedding, I went out, uh, like, the week before, on eBay, got myself PlayStation, got myself Bishy Bashy, and we just sat in the house and played that. And yeah. it was... Beautiful. Bishy Bashy, yeah, I, I do vaguely remember it. It was um, there the the the, the, the Japanese type games yeah, are it, nuts. It is insane. There's one called Uncle Bean where you oh. fire um, uh, sort of jelly beans at the man's face. Uh, there's one. What was the to... what was the one where you had to take photographs? Do you remember oh, that you you were walking um, down the street and you had to take pictures of of, of things? There's. Oh, I think there's one where you have to turn around at the right time to take a photograph of something. Maybe. They're very basic, and so it's literally, you know, um, there's three buttons you have to press at most in any of these games. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's like a little micro machines. You bang stuff off roofs. Oh, micro machines! Now there's a game. That was one. That was a good one. That was <laughs> nuts. The, the micro machines tournaments. Me and my mates used to have. Unbelievable. Of course, we we celebrated the magic of Parappa the Rapper last week. <laughs> Kick punch. It's all in the mind. If you want to follow me, I'm sure you'll find the things a teacher showed a teacher. You may have to get a lesson from teacher now. Kick, kick, punch, punch. <laughs> It's all of that. I love all of that nonsense. Exciting stuff, yeah. Uh, and the other thing, I was, um, I've been enjoying mainly this week, so it's been a bit quiet at work. Yes. Um, uh, get on YouTube and search for marble races. Oh. And there's this guy, he's a little kid, yeah. uh, I think he's Canadian, yeah. uh, and he sets up these most amazing... Uh, he just buys, you know, sets of, you know, marble runs, you know, uh, and he sets them all up, and uh, he ha- he uh, picks maybe eight colours of marbles, and he gives them all names: beautiful swirl, um, lava. Uh, one's called horse. Horse is my favourite; it's a brown one. Uh, and he puts them in this thing, and he's got like a little starting mechanism at the top, and they go into a big bowl with a hole at the middle, and so they roll around the hole. Eventually, one of them's going to get to the bottom first and drop out, and then they'll zig through and go different routes and stuff. And uh, the whole idea is you have a little guess which colour's going to win, and uh, he does night knockout tournaments and things. It's an wow. amazing way to spend about half hour. Here's one for you. Here's one for you. Um, there's a Japanese kids' programme, and uh, uh, my friends did the music for it. You should watch this on YouTube. Pythagoras Switch. Pythagoras, I'm writing this down. Um, and it's Switch. basically, it's, um, it's where... Um, uh, where's my my computer's all gone to cock? Hang on a second. It's where this little bit of uh, music comes from. Hang on a second. Why are you not doing what? I, it's where this comes from. Oh, hang on. I got a plug. Oh, oh yeah. Get in. <laughs> hang on, here it comes. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, oh, is my computer on? There we go. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, lovely. Pythagoras Switch, which is definitely some Pythagoras' switch, right? Uh, and it's basically loads of little videos of little machines. So it's a marble just rolling around this machine. Uh, they all last 30 seconds. Actually, some are a bit longer. And at the end, oh, it hits a yeah. little thing and a flag pops up. And, and the flag, flag pops up. Yeah. And it says Pythagoras Switch. <laughs> It is absolutely, it's, it's so hypnotic. It's a, I've got a DVD and full of, I've got a really beautiful DVD and book set of it, and, and it's just wonderful. Oh, I love it. There's nothing better than stuff working, is there? No, <laughs> stuff is right. There's nothing better than stuff working. <laughs> George, thank you for that. Enjoy that. Jules. Hello, mate. Hello, Jules. Hello, mate. Yeah, I'm just ringing up, um, again. Um... Last time we spoke, um, I called you the wrong name. I called you Lee instead of Ian. Okay, yes. Um, but it was, I'm just ringing up, is like, um, I, the reason why I can ring you up is obviously a few beers, obviously. Um, and I suffer from anxiety and was depression. Yeah. But, um, just, just like to say, maybe you should, like, not say too, too much after... Mm-hmm. When somebody did a bad phone call, and you, you sort of go them because I was on the podcast this week, right? And um, and you went basically after I spoke to you, yes, and called you Ian, yes, and you went, oh, that's an example of um, how not to be on the radio, yes, and, 
Yes, it was a ter- it was a it was a car crash of a phone call, if I remember it correctly. I agree, but it is, but, but right. you don't need you, to tell everybody about it. We, well, would well, you want me to not comment when someone does a terrible phone call? Well, it's about me, yeah. I mean, because it didn't really make me feel very good. To be fair. Well, you should have done a better phone call. Okay. Um, so, so do, I, I can do it about about other people, but not about you. No, I just think generally because I think you could. Probably, um... Well, I mean, there's, 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 there's a limit to how nice I can be. If someone does a terrible phone call, partly because they're drunk, um, then I'm, I'm going to say that was a terrible phone call. Okay. What do you suggest I do? Well, not, don't really just say it was a bad phone call and... Well, not even saying, just, just well, move on. I've got, I've got to say something, mate, because it's my show, and if someone does a terrible phone call... But don't, I, I don't say an example like you went, oh, if I was doing a show, this is an example, I would put as a real bad phone call. It was a really terrible, phone terrible phone call. Can I, I make, may that. I make a suggestion to you? Yeah, don't, don't ring up. Don't, no, 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 ring up, but don't ring up drunk. Yeah, but I ran up drunk beforehand, it's been fine. Right, well, it wasn't fine... The other day it was awful. I don't understand what you what, what what you want me to do, Jules. If it's a terrible phone call, I'm not going to pretend it wasn't. I'm going to say that was a terrible phone call. You no, embarrassed right, yourself. Right. It just makes it it makes it worse when you turn around and say, "Oh, if I was doing a show, I'd put this as an example." Was being a really bad. Well, I, okay. Well, I, I, I'm going to say this while you're on the line. If I were given a lecture, I would play that phone call. And then I would play this phone call to show how not <laughs> to save face. Yeah, right, fair point. Because you're, you're just making it work. I mean, I'd forgotten about it. Yeah, well, I hadn't. It made me feel bad. Well, I'm sorry if you felt bad, but it, it was a terrible phone call. Don't phone up when you're drunk. Yeah, fair point. That, you, you know, that. I mean, that, I'm, uh, genuinely, I'm sorry if you felt bad, but... Um, you have to own. You have to own part of. You have to take responsibility for for a certain part of it, because that phone call was awful. I didn't yeah, even know what it was about. It was more, but afterwards, you turned around and said you did know Mike Allen. Yeah, I did know Mike Allen, but you didn't ask me that. You asked if I'd ever worked with him, and I said no. No, and I said, did you know Mike Allen? Have you heard from Mike Allen? Yeah, you said, have you worked with Mike Allen? Have you worked for? Have you said, have you worked for Mike Allen? No, I said, have you heard of Mike Allen? Well. I'm, I must have misheard you then, because that's not what I heard. What I heard was, have you worked for Mike Allen? No, I knew you hadn't worked for him. No, I said, have you heard from Mike? Have you, have you Where heard did you expect Mike? me to take that conversation? You're making it worse, by the way, Jules. Where did you expect me to take that conversation? A drunk man phones up and tells me they're looking at a picture of Mike Allen. What am no, I, I supposed to do with that? No, I just said, I, no, the first thing I said was, have you heard of Mike Allen well, I didn't hear, I heard you say, have you worked for Mike Allen? Apologi- no. Apologies if I misheard you. Because I knew you hadn't worked with mine, because he was well older than where you are. Right. He was in his 70s when he died, so I wouldn't have even asked that. Well, you don't know what you asked, because you were drunk. A little bit. But no, I asked you this, at the start was, have you ever heard of right. Mike Allen? Uh, why, are we, why, are we, no. why are we deconstructing what was a, a terrible, terrible phone call? I don't know. OK, thanks for calling. Bye. Bye-bye. So if I were to give this talk in a college about a bad phone in radio, what I would do is I would play the first phone call, right? I would play the first phone call, and I'd say, you think that's bad enough? Well, it's not. Two days later, he called back. 
with another one. And I'm sorry if that makes you feel bad, but you, you, you kind of have to take ownership. I, I'm, you, you should hear how you get treated on other phone-in shows. Jeez! Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk radio. For those about to talk, we salute you. Talk radio. I'm confused now as to what's mean and, and, and what is not... I've, just, I've, got, I've got no idea. Another hour to go, dear listener. Can it get any worse? Yeah, probably, if we, if, if we try hard enough. 0344 499 1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
into the woodshed. flipping song i mean that's just such a good song isn't it isn't it love it i love it i love it it's so dramatic oh isn't it final word on the matter um thank you to heady who says ian 11 uh, seven minutes past 11 and 53 seconds jewel said mike allen did you ever work for him i knew he did i knew he did so i don't feel bad i felt bad during the news so maybe i'd um but if Someone is arguing and they don't remember what it was that was said. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. Boy, oh boy. Um, you should have heard me 10 years ago. I would have destroyed him. I would have destroyed him. You know, and there are other radio hosts that, that would destroy him. And if, if, you know, we only learn by having our um, mistakes pointed out to us. 0344-499-1000. Ian Lee, Late Night Talk Radio. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow, what we got tomorrow? We'll do Call Straight to Air tomorrow. And I'm kind of tempted for the first two hours of the show. We'll do Call Straight to Air after midnight tomorrow. I'm kind of tempted for the first two hours of tomorrow's show to do new callers. New and newish callers. I think we'll do that between 10 and 12. New and newish callers and um, then call straight to air after midnight and anyone can call in after midnight how's about them apples guys um, and we'll give away another golden ticket tomorrow um, in the meantime though guys oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand i um i went in, into a car wash today i've been to car wash for ages they're not as exciting as um we're led to believe it's meant to be an exciting thrill and I just remember it was very tedious you ever, you ever been in a car wash Gatford uh, no I don't drive we don't need to you don't need to but then no I don't know because I've never been it's very unusual to, you get usual to have a passenger in the car when you go through a car wash isn't that sort of a solo thing I take the boys because the boy I didn't yeah. tonight, the boys um, find it terrifying yeah, and also kind of like when you're going to get the car washed, it's not something you do on your way to the shops. It's always something you do on its own. Well, no, I, I did. I got the car washed on the way here tonight. Oh, well, I, I and I wish that. I hadn't because the petrol station. I said I'll have your cheapest car wash, please, because I don't buy. I don't. You know, you get the bronze, the silver, the yeah. gold, the platinum, the uranium. I don't. I, just to just get it wet and soapy, and, and don't even blow dry it. They, the part of the, the the posh cycle is they blow dry. The what? car. Well, I'll be driving. Do It'll, the the well? wind will blow it and dry it. Blimey, did they tint it or something? What's going on? Um, but they had a, a, spe- a special off on the Gary. So I went and I said, I want the cheapest um, thing. He said, oh, no, no. All, all um, washes are £3 tonight, even the platinum. I went, oh, okay, well, I'll have a platinum. But it meant you were in there for like 10 minutes. And the guy before me, a caller dropped off as well. I don't know who the other caller was. A, a, a caller dropped off. Keith, Keith dropped off. Keith bottled it. Um, so, but I did it, and it was, it was. T- I tried to periscope it, but I couldn't get a signal in there. No, you wouldn't get a, get a signal in there. Well, uh, are you sure that's the last word about that caller? Because I have got one last. Yeah, no, go on, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, no, I applaud him for ringing up again. Yeah, because to be honest, you've been very mean to me over this. Well, your calls fact- are some of the worst calls I've ever heard. 
in sure. my career as a presenter, but also in my career as a listener to, to radio. Sure. I mean, it's awful. Just, but just. Had any of them affected me and my mental health, I wouldn't have been calling back again. So I applaud him for ringing up. So saying, I'm having no if no negative effect on your mental health. That's okay. No, your your words literally have no effect on me. That's, so that's, that is that is. That's, I'm going to be honest, Gatford. Yeah, of course you can. Be honest, yeah. That is disappointing. Yeah, well, then, I thought I was destroying you. Nah, and I agree. Ten years ago, he he would have been dust. <laughs> um, so, I, I just. Also, do you remember as well that that phone call, he did drop the F-bomb and you did dump it and let him carry on. I don't did know he, did he drop the F-bomb? He's off the F-bomb. Oh, in that case, I felt bad. I don't feel bad well, now. Well, no, no, I was going to say, it, you're, he's lucky because most other radio stations would have just gone to an ad break or something or would have carried on without mentioning it. Oh. He referenced it and then still carried on with him. Because I, I don't, I don't, you know me, Gatford, I don't really yeah. remember... Um, I, I I struggled to remember him when he said the Mike Allen thing. Is like, oh yeah, I remember you said if yeah. I ever worked for Mike Allen. Um, but I I don't I, I don't really remember previous shows. As soon as the show is finished, yeah, um, I dump it. I, I I I dump it. You know because I can't retain all of that inf- information. Well, the only, the only reason I remember it is because I thought. He's going to do a double dump in a minute because he sounded like he was the sort of person. Although he apologised for swearing, yeah, yeah you know, he, he did. He did say sounds like, and you pointed out he was drunk and therefore unpredictable, and could have said something else. But he, yeah, I don't know. He's, it's not like you went on Twitter and named and shamed him, no. and and you know, or, here's or the put thing. Him on, here's the did thing. Did you put him in the podcast? I don't even know. I mean, he's in the podcast, but I don't, here's the yeah, thing, but, right? Here's the thing. I, I think both of those phone calls. Are a cry for help. Probably, yeah. And he's he is he is. I'm making this up entirely, right? So, Jesus, yeah. if I'm wrong, let me know. But he 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 is he's not angry about what I said. He's angry about what I didn't say. Yeah, that I didn't pick and, up. And good something. for him for ringing up. And yeah. let's hope he rings back again. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, everyone's there's only one person that's banned, and she was nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but well, then no, no one's um, no one's banned. Even um, what was it uh, Andy? Was it Andy? Can't remember. He, he, he called in and he said I should kill myself or whatever it was. He said, yeah, guy. Uh, everyone's everyone's welcome to call in, you know, and he'll call in. He'll get it. He'll get it. He'll get it. He'll, we'll, we'll get okay. there. We'll get there. So the real point um, that, oh. uh, or the sort of another reason that I, I rang is um, I noticed on Twitter that you were a little bit annoyed that maybe Question Time was getting more of a Viewing the new well, world. No, no, uh, well, no. Hang on. Well, how what did you? How did you get that idea? Um, I thought one of your tweets. Oh no, that was that was someone else. I've just read. I just retweeted someone. That's all. That's all. Oh, okay. That's I sad. take that back then. But the point was, I think, I don't know. Should you ever complain what you're up against, or should you promote yourself? Um. I don't because think it's, it's a dilemma that I sometimes see. Of not just you, others do it. Of like, I mean, you, you've done it jokingly with Hopkins Bingo, and that's fair enough. That's taking yeah. fun. Yeah. But other pe- other presenters will say, "Don't watch that. Listen to me." We got and so many. Think, we got so many listeners off the back of Katie Hopkins sitting in for Ian well, Collins. Yeah. So many but, new but listeners. You didn't need wonderful. to do anything. You just needed yeah. to sit back and let it happen. I never forget yourself. when I was at LBC, right, doing um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights. The newsreader was like 10 o'clock at night. The newsreader would say, and um, that's the end. Uh, she, 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 to fill out the bulletin, she'd do the news and go, 
And on ITV tonight at 11.30, you can catch um, Jurassic Park. And I remember, th- and me and Agent Chris, when Agent Chris was our producer, we'd dump it. We used to dump it. Yeah. And, I, and I could never understand. I mean, it's just pure filler. I was thinking, don't, why would you tell them? It's like on, on when we were on BBC Local Radio. Um, they'd say, they, we'd, we'd play out adverts for, like, Strictly Come yeah, Dancing. For, and, yeah, for BBC shows. Yeah, BBC shows, and, and, and Tonight on EastEnders. And, I, and I, sometimes I would dump them, or, and, I, and I think, why are we doing that, right? But people know that Strictly Come Dancing is on Saturday at quarter past seven, what time it is. People know that EastEnders is on yeah. tonight at 7.30. Why are we playing an advert for that? Why don't we say, if you don't fancy watching EastEnders tonight at 7.30... We've got this. We've got we've got this on. Instead of playing a forty second advert for you to say, tonight at seven on the radio, we've got this. Now you may not have heard of this show because you're normally watching the soap operas, but if you're a bit bored of them, or maybe, you know, it's your your husband likes watching the soaps or your wife, why don't you pop upstairs and have a listen to this? You might like this. It's a bit different. But the, but the point I would make is don't even mention the soaps. Tell people what's on your station at that time and let them make their own mind up. Yeah, I, 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 what I disagree with, and I get told off for it here, my, my, my boss here um, mm. always defends me on this, right, is I disagree with the thing of ignoring the existence of other radio stations and other TV shows. It, it, I, I, it's silly, and, and, and like the, the really high-up people don't want me to mention other radio stations, and my boss is kind of cool with it. Because I think it's silly to ignore the fact that my main rival is LBC and Ian Collins, mm. who does a show there. And I, and I think he's a brilliant broadcaster. I think his show he's doing at the moment is boring as hell, right? Mm. Um, and, and it would be... Well, that's, that's re- because it's a reaction show and there's very boring things going on. It'll be, and it'll be... It'll be ch- and I'm not going to keep, you know, pointing it out, but I, I think it's nice. It's, it, it, it's nice to kind of flick two fingers at him because it's a bit... I don't mean it in a mean way. I, I, I know Ian and he's a delightful, delightful gentleman and he's an absolute legend. But, um... Uh, it, it, uh, and who knows? We maybe we'll lose two or three people to it. But I think it it, it just yeah. displays a, a, a realism that is lacking from where we have to we have to live in this bubble where we don't other radio stations and other TV shows don't exist. Okay, so hopefully that wasn't too boring a call for you then. No, no, no. It was. It was. I mean, it was. It was by your standard, Gatford. I would give that. A, I would give that a two. Out of one hundred. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late night, Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um. Oh gosh, so we've got full uh, full switchboard. Let's go to Keith. Evening, Keith. Hello, bonsoir. Hip hip hip. Hip hip How hip. Well, yes, 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 yes. I'm hungry. Actually, I'm hungry. 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 Oh, hungry too, man. Yeah. Oh, what, what are we going to do about really? it? Really. I don't know. I might actually uh, order in a little bit of a snack. What do you mean? How can you order in a snack? That means a you meal. Know, you just, yeah, but I mean, the thing is, you, 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 you hit the minimum order. Yeah. But you only eat a small percentage of it. That's not possible. No, no, no human has the ability to, eat, it to order food and then not eat all of it. No, that's insane. Now, the thing is, though, man, you know what game I'm in. I've, I've, I've got food. I've got food all around the place. Yeah. You know, I've got food everywhere. You're, you're, for those who don't know, you're a professional rib rubber. 
um, I, I, I do do that for a living, yeah. 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 Rubbing the ribs. Yeah. yeah, I rub my ribs. Yeah, beautiful. And it's a beautiful Profusely. thing. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, steady, God, steady. It. Come back, come I back, come it. back to me. Come back to me. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's it, focus. Sorry. Come on. All right, so um, I've got nothing for you, really. I just thought I'd call up because, like, uh, I don't know. It, it seemed like you didn't have a lot of, like, good callers this evening. No. And do you know what? Yeah, go on. Do you know what? One thing. Gatford was your best call, I'm assuming. <laughs> don't, 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 don't damn the show. Um, Keith, say hello to Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi, Keith. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Why have you called? Uh, I've called to say, bring back Eloise Carr. Sorry? That's controversial. Eloise. That's controversial. I've not worked with her for about six years. In what capacity? I miss her. Right. Well, <laughs> that makes me feel slightly uncomfortable, Tom, because um, Eloise was a producer I worked with at another radio station, and I have a fabulous producer now, Catherine Boyle. Bring back Kelly Betts. Oh, for God's sakes. You're, we're not bringing... Not a Twitter poll. Um, Castle Carr. I can't, I, can't, I can't bring them back, I'm afraid. It can't... But. It, but you know how you went to that Edinburgh and you did the thing with what? Sarah Sophie person? Oh, yeah. Who, who dis- Sarah Sophie disappeared, right? And then when I was um, with Dougie, we did a little pre-show um, periscope. She popped up on that. Mysterious. Oh. Very Ooh. mysterious. So I, I have an idea that you should, like, do a show from Eloise Carr's apartment. Why are you, why, why are you obsessed <laughs> with her, you pervert? <laughs> Oh, I love Eloise. Well, why don't you why don't you send her a message yourself? I, I I could, but the show would be great from with Eloise in like a special guest. But what would the, oh. but what would here's someone who used to produce me five years ago? Yeah, to, to a lot long, of you, long time listener. Yeah, yeah, but to, to a lot of you, she'll you, she'll mean nothing. Um, and it'll just be, it'll be weird with, you know, it's like, um, it would be like me, um, bringing an ex-girlfriend home for supper one night. Yeah, awkward, but fun. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this no? guy, this guy's sick, Keith, but I like him. Hey, do you know yeah. what? I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, Kath is totally, totally peng. All right. Yeah. But we love the woman. But, 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 you know, Elo- Eloise was hench, bro. Seriously. What? We love Eloise. What is going on? What, is, what has happened? This is awful. Um, no, no, no. It's not... It's, maybe? It's, no, 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 not even a maybe. No? It's, no. Okay. It's not happening. Hmm. An what idea. About, what, we'll we'll save it for later. Eloise jelly wrestling. Oh, for God's sake! This is a this is a human being you're uh-huh. talking about, guys. This is an actual, intelligent, um, talented human being you're talking about. But Kelly Betts, how's she doing? <laughs> what is wrong? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I've just texted Love Kelly Betts. I've just texted Kelly Betts to see if she's steady on, steady on, steady whoa, on, steady, whoa. whoa, 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 Tom, steady on. We'll, we'll say goodbye to Tom. I think that's. Um... Say goodbye. To hey, you. I just, I just want you to know, I didn't start that. Okay. You, you, but you did take it. No, no. You, 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 no. you introduced jelly. But no, 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 I didn't. No, that, no, that wasn't me. That was you. That was your voice. 
No, it wasn't. He was doing an impression of me. I, I, I swear. Wowzers. I swear on the ribs. I, I, have, I, am, um, I am lucky enough. I have worked with some amazing producers. I've also worked with some absolute turkeys. But the one I've got now is the best by a country mile. Do you know what? I agree. You're just saying that to, to so that I don't cut you off. No, I'm not. It didn't work. Some people, huh? Uh, there's a story in one of the papers. I've I've already said I don't want any Christmas presents. No books, no CDs, nothing. Don't want nothing. I'm toying this idea of getting rid of everything. I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but I'm certainly um, enjoying the fantasy of it. But there's um, the mail have uh, really excelled themselves in uh, um, non-racist journalism today. And uh, they've got the most expensive presents that you can buy, right? Um, Here we go. Look at this, a shoehorn. Who even uses a shoehorn these days? If you really need help to slip your silk-stocking feet into your Gucci loafers... You can splurge one hundred and five pounds on a Milano shoehorn. It is ham. Oh, come on! It is handmade naturally from the bone of a zebu. What is a zebu? It tells me a special kind of South Asian cow. There is no such. So- a special kind of South Asian cow called a zebu. You are taking the mick. It has a leather-grained handle. Has anyone? A shoehorn? Really? No. Come on, guys. Here's one. A stapler, right? A stapler. You'd think the rich would leave stapling to secretaries. But should a banker, banker close, urgently need to attach his lunch receipt to his expenses form, he could reach for his Chrome Foll 26 MoMA, designed by Henning Andreasen in 1977. It's a stapler. £100. Flipping heck. I mean, really? £100 for a stapler? Come on, guys. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Look at this one. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, by the way. It's a gravy boat. Yeah. Made by Lotus Arts de Vivre. This vessel, gravy boat, for gravy. Um, is crafted from a nautilus shell, nautilus shell, and lined with sterling Indian silver. Have a, Ed, it's a, it's a gravy boat, right? You know what a gravy boat is? Have a guess how much this gravy boat would cost. It's going to be something ridiculous, like 300 quid. 
isn't okay. it? Kath- Catherine, you have a you have a go, Catherine. I reckon about six hundred. Okay. Four thousand. Two hundred and seventy pounds. I mean, it's stunning. It's made out of a shell. But you're going to put Bisto in that. <laughs> I think the people that can spend nearly four and a half grand on a gravy boat, they'll be having like proper, proper gravy. If I spent that much on a gravy boat, I wouldn't put anything in it. I'd put it on the mantelpiece and be like, and this is what we spent our life savings on. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I mean, that is, uh, it actually is, is ugly as well. That is outrageous. Um, Rashid, Mike, stay there. I'll come to you in a minute. 0344 499 1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, let's go to Mike. Evening, Mike. Hi, Ian. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Mike. I'm good. I did something moderately interesting this week. Moderately good, actually. And off the back of that, I learned something amazing. Go on. So this week, I donated stem cells, which is like the modern equivalent of bone marrow. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, They go to an individual, and this individual's got uh, kind of some form of blood cancer. And... So they're having chemo, and it completely destroys their ability to make blood, right? So then my stem cells go into their body, and then they that will kickstart their ability to make blood again. But what I found really amazing was, so in six months' time, if everything, you know, if this person's all right, fingers crossed, touch wood, they are. If you took a sample of their blood and a sample of my blood and test it in a DNA machine or whatever they're called. A DNA machine? Yeah, who knows what it's called. It's just my blood. Yeah. So that person, if everything goes all right, will have my blood. They'll create my blood, not their own anymore. Ooh, that's spooky, man. I thought that was quite cool. I was like, wow. That's grim. I mean, it's grim. It's wonderful and it's magical and stuff. But, yeah, blood is weird. Well, it is. I know. Is it? Why? I don't think it is. Well, what you just told me is weird. I think it's a little bit. I think that's. I don't, I don't find it weird. I find that amazing. I think that's like, wow. Do you ever? Were you ever? Did you ever um, mix your blood with someone and become blood brothers? No, that's weird. What? That's... Did anyone really do that ever? I don't. I don't know. Did anyone ever do that ever in real life? I don't know. You were in a high risk of infection if you did that. Well, I mean, but we're talking pre-AIDS, of course. That's taken a dark turn. They've really cured that now, haven't they? No, 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 but but, but obviously, you you know, you'd you'd be more... I'm talking about in the sort of the 70s and the early 80s. Um, uh, I thought everyone was was doing it. I think you're confusing Blood Brothers with secret handshakes. Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. That that might be um, the problem. I've been suddenly hit, Mike, by an absolute wave of exhaustion. Absolute wave. Suddenly I'm, I'm shattered. I've got a busy old day tomorrow. Busy old day. Yeah. I have on people. Well, mate, no, it's not, you're, not you. I'm, I'm just... I'm trying to sort out my record label. We've got our first um, um, uh, seven A. We, yeah, we've got we've got a really exciting thing coming out, and I'm I, 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 I was slightly distracted during that last break because we've got um, my mate Scott is doing the cover, 
and um, he's done a brilliant cover, and I've sent it to my friend to have a look at it, and my friend has, said, uh, has got back and said, oh, no, 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 there, there are certain rules that we have to follow because it's a record store day release, so we can't do this, this, and this. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I wish, I wish I'd known that before... You know, I wish I'd known that. So suddenly there's a little bit of tension in the air, Michael. There's a little do, bit... do you ever have time off? You obviously, I follow you on Twitter. Yes. I have noticed that you never seem not to be working. In, in some, even kind of on Sunday, I'm sure performing, I went to the last performance ring, yeah. it was lots of fun. But you're always working. Do you ever have a day off? And I've got a question about having time off, actually. But do you ever have time off? Do you ever have a day off doing nothing? Um... I don't think that's possible in the, I don't think that's possible in this world now, is it? Do you, it depends. Do you count like looking after kids as doing something? Well, yeah, but no, I, I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm thinking, you know, showbiz wise. Um, no, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to throw myself into as much work as I can at the moment to stop me going insane. I suppose if that helps. My other question was: Do radio stations and 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 like TV shows do they have Christmas parties like everyone else? Yeah, we went we went to our Christmas party last night. But you were working, weren't you? Yeah, so I went for forty-two minutes. It was hosted by uh, our new bosses at News Corp. It was very nice of them to invite me. I saw Jeremy Clarkson there. Um, What do you mean? There's another one next week. When? For whom? No, No one's told me about it. No, oh, there's another one next week. Apparently, no one's told me you about. You get it. invited. I'm sure it's. it's a I am in the contractually post. obliged to attend. Uh, this is this is true. This isn't even a joke. I am contractually obliged to attend functions like that. So I need to know when that is because I am contractually obliged. Um, but yeah, there was there was a news call one last night, and it was um, Clarkson was there, Gove was going to be there, McKen- Kelvin McKenzie was going to be there, you know, and I went, and it was very nice to be invited, thank you very much indeed, uh, very nice of our new bosses to invite us, um, and it was up the top of the shard, and I went, and uh, I felt awkward in that, you know, as I do in any social situation, um, I and I stayed 42 minutes, and then I left. At least you had a good excuse. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. Bl- blinding excuse. Blinding excuse, yes. It was, I'm, um, I'm, sorry, I'm not going to say seriously. How did you get one of these golden tickets? I wouldn't be able to come, but I'd like to try and win one. Oh, well, we're not giving one away tonight, Michael. How would you... Do you have to, like... Well, hang on, if you couldn't come, you you couldn't have one. Oh, I thought it was like a competition. You had to achieve... You have to, like, do something. Well, no, you have to be able to attend... Can I not just take part in the competition? And what? What? Um, but then, what? Would, but then, you don't win. A, there's not a literal golden ticket. I know that. So what would you? What? So you'd just be denying someone who could come the chance to come? Oh no! I know. I, I would. I, I'd, 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 I'd politely say, "Do you know what? Give it to somebody." I'd like to tell gracious. What? And I'd be like, oh, I'll give it to someone more deserving than me. I just want to take part and have the, the potential for victory. What? Sad. Uh, thanks for calling, Mike. Um, 0344 499 Rashid! Ian, how is my line today? Uh, yo, this sounds like a good line, Rashid. Wagwan, wagwan. Not nagwan, not nagwan. You know, um, I don't want to keep bringing it up, but that caller, that was bad. Yeah. What, I think if he listens to the show a lot, 
you know, you should know that you deal with everybody kind of like that sometimes. Um, I, well, you know... Don't take it personal, man. Don't take it personal. Well, you know, and I don't want to upset anyone and, and, and cause them any, you know, mental anguish. But um, also, I'm not going to, you know, if, if, if someone says something stupid or, you know, it, 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 it's not good or, uh, you know, it's my... Sh- I, I, I don't think I was harsh on him at all. Now well, that he doesn't I even thought, remember... Thought... Now he doesn't even remember what he said, um, mm. then I'm not that... But, and also, drunk people really annoy me. Here's the thing, right? Drunk people really annoy me because they're boring and they're arrogant right and um uh, uh, as someone who used to drink a lot and used to be boring and arrogant um i i i have really very little patience with drunk people telling me what to do and i indulge them and i will will let them to get away with a certain amount but uh, at some point i will put down a barrier and say no you're talking rubbish mate off you go and and i, I just find drunk people absolutely tedious well, I, I thought you was a bit. Dis- I thought you may have been a bit distracted because sometimes you're taking a call, you're messing around on whatever, yeah. and you didn't get his uh, nuances in his call. But you did because you mentioned that it, it might have been a cry for help. Because I was thinking, why is he drunk on a Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. And um, he mentioned about his anxiety and his depression, yeah. and is he drinking to cover that? And who knows? Oh, no. And I don't want to second. I'm, you know, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know. What, I don't know. All I know is that. Um, Oh, anyway, I don't want to bang on about him because it's not. Fair. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Peace and love to everybody. Hey, Ian, I was going to say, man, um, a guest, a guest um, suggestion, maybe for the new year. A Carla. Have you ever interviewed a Carla? Who's a Carla? A Carla, Miss Dynamite's brother. Miss Dynamite's brother. I'm turning. To, there's not even a camera here, and I'm turning to the camera and doing my um, um, Oliver Hardy face. Hmm. I'm turning back. Akala. Yeah, that's that's um, that uh, isn't going to happen. Okay. What? Uh, who? Uh, why, who is a Carla? A Carla is a um, spoken uh, word oh. rapper, and he's Miss Dynamite's brother. And he comes, and he's a bit of a historian. Oh. He's uh, like I don't know if he's a qualified historian, but he knows his stuff. He goes on chat shows. He had a debate with Tommy Robinson some time ago from the EDL. Yeah. Yeah, and he does those type of things. I was just thinking, like, you know, some of the callers are a bit, uh, for want of a better word, racist. Then it would be the counterbalance to some of their arguments. Hang on, I'm you know. the counterbalance to their racism. Okay. We don't, we don't, need, someone, we don't need someone called Arkela to come on and counterbalance. Arkela. Get it right, it's Arkela. Okay. But you don't, we don't, I, 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 I counter. <laughs> what is going on? By the way, by the way. Yes. They haven't cancelled Brexit. Oh. What is wrong with everyone tonight? Ah, oh, dear. Uh, 0344-499-1000. Tony, Evan, stay there. Come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Ah. There's a toy... Well, what are you looking at? Okay. So there's a toy train, right? Get, so this is a toy train. This is expensive Christmas presents. The value of working model engines has rocketed. And this is the, the FT, the Financial Times, right, endorses large-scale models as charming additions. So so this this is a, a model train that's eight foot long, right? So it's, 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 a, it's, and it's a proper working steam engine. Can you get on the, the, the microphone, Kath. 
Jesus. Sorry. Have a guess how much. Eight foot. Eight foot long. Working proper thing. working thing. Mm. Imagine it going around the garden. Oh, about 20 grand. Yeah, yeah. £170,000. <laughs> I mean, for crying out There'd be loud. no garden for that. Flipping heck. I de- Fair play, though. Fair play. <clears throat> it's cheaper than an annual pass on Southern Rail. Oh, yeah. yeah a, bit, a bit of politics there. I I'm, I'm, not, I'm not shy to politics. Eben! Hey, Ian. Hey, Eben. Hey, that was sparky. Hey. I'm in a really good mood today. What the hell is going on with you, man? Because I've been accepted for a job. Hey, this is great. All of our listeners are getting jobs. Well, Dana got one that starts this week. You've got what job is it, Evan? Do you know Deliveroo? I do know Deliveroo. Yes, I'm going to be a cyclist. Hey, come on, man! How? Do, listen, okay. I, I can well, congratulations. I can ask you the. Um, are you good at cycling? Yeah, fairly good. Well, <laughs> you can't be. You got to be really good at it. No, I'm in a cycling club and I've done some long distance. Oh, okay, cycling. beautiful. Well, are, are you good at cycling with a massive box on your back? Yeah, I should be. Okay, how does it work? What's the what, what's the um? Do you are you assigned to, to like a certain restaurant or do you get how do or is it like Uber and you get like a ping on your phone that says right, Mister Chan's um uh Chinese restaurant there's an order and you get that and then you go and get the order and then you have to drive down to 36 Crookshank Street is that how it works Yes it's kind of it's like you're in a zone where all the delivery drivers like rest before they get a notification right and if you click the notification before them you get that order oh. and you get that delivery like little bonus um, hey, that sounds all right, doesn't it? That sounds that sounds cracking. Well done. Thank you. What are you gonna What are you gonna do with the cash, Eben? I'm saving up, hopefully for a car. Hey, oh, oh, to be young, to be young, and to be saving up for a car, flipping heck. Oh, uh, well, that... I'm not looking forward to being insurance. Well, how much does it... Because you're, you're, you're a young man. How much does um, is car insurance for young people these days? Let's see if I had any Hyundai i10. Yeah. That would cost me the cheapest £600 a year. Hey, do you know what? That's not bad. I thought it was going to be more my insurance, right? Because, A, because I'm a crap driver, and B, because of my job, my insurance is about 1300 quid a year. And it's been more than that. It's been closer to two grand at some point when I was doing a lot of telly because they're worried that I'm going to have, like, Paul McCartney and Burt Reynolds in my car. And if I crash with McCartney and Reynolds in the car and they get whiplash um, or their wigs fall off, what? Then there's going to be all hell to pay. Um, but 600 quid, yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, man. Yeah, no. I'm trying to... Persuade my dad to pay half or something. <laughs> and how's uh, how's that going? Not that well. I'm going to meet you. I'm going to meet your dad at the weekend, Anna. He's uh, is he coming with you to performance ring? Yes, he is. Right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll you leave it to us, Eben. Me and Kath will work on him. <laughs> we okay. we will charm the pants off him, and um, we'll 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 get him to pay at least half of the insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? 
Yeah, that'll be very good. Well, you don't don't say anything to him. We'll, will you leave it to me and Kath? We will. Okay. We will work a little bit of magic on Sunday night. A performance ring, Evan. We'll, we'll sort that out for you. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent stuff. Oh, congratulations on that. It's um, it's uh, it, it's it's it, it's not. I remember um, my first job when I was fifteen was working in B jams, and and it was I mean it was it was awful. And the first night, the first day I did it, Saturday, eight hours, never worked before, worked eight hours, and I went home and I I, I puked up because I found it too stressful. But but but, I worked there for about three years, and the joy of being a young person and um, actually earning like earning you know working hard and getting a few quid at the end of the week that you can then do with whatever you want and i think i saved half of it and, and spent half of it and um uh it, it, it is a, it's an incredibly satisfying um feeling and um you know it's uh, uh, so well, congratulations thank you drinks on evan yay <laughs> sunday night Evan is buying the drinks for the entire audience to celebrate his new job. I'll get the induction next Friday. Um, uh, brilliant. Do you, do you get? To, I can't remember. Do they wear like um, branded jackets? I'm trying to. I know the boxes are branded. Yeah. You get the jackets and all of that stuff. But that's a bit of a con. Oh, you. But you got to pay for it because you have to have a jacket. Yeah. Trousers, a phone holder to go on your bike. Yeah. How much does that all cost? £150. Flipping heck! Those Deliveroo bosses are geniuses! And they take it down to your salary bit by bit. I bet they do. How much would it... How, how, you don't have to answer this if you don't want, but how long would it take you to earn 150 quid Deliverooing? £6 an hour. Plus a pound for every delivery I make. Yeah. And I get to keep all the tips. Okay, now, you said you get £6 an hour plus a pound for every delivery. Does that mean that if you didn't deliver anything, you'd still get £6 an hour? I'm not sure. I I would investigate that, Eben, because that sounds like a great little scam. Mm. And the tips, how do the tips work? Because you can, I've I've only ordered delivery twice, I think. Um, and you, you 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 get an option. Is this right? When you order the food to 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 pay a tip as well online. They say that people can give you a tip at the door. Yeah, I wouldn't bank on that. What what happens to the tip? Trying to think of a polite way to ask. Yeah, I know. You just, you just stand there and. Uh, <clears throat> but if the tips that are done online, do you get to see those? Or I'm does... not sure. It may be split to the restaurant. Well, well, well. Well, you know, you, 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 um, be interesting to see how uh, how you get on with that. You, you're a, you're a fast cyclist. I'm sure you'll you'll be making millions before you know it. Mm. Nice one, Eben. Listen, best of luck. Looking forward to seeing you on Sunday at performance ring. He's bringing his dad, um, and we can give him a round of applause for the um, uh, the, the film that we uh, showed. Um, of people jumping off into the water. Last time, he, he, he can come and claim his free round of applause. Tony! Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, Tony. I'm hungry. Are you going to go and get something to eat? Yeah, I am going to get something to eat on the way home. And, and I've got a busy day tomorrow. I've, got, I've booked um, circuits at the gym tomorrow at 12.30. And then I've got to go and do a voiceover for two hours, stuck in a tiny little booth, sweating like a pig. So, fun day, fun day. What have you got for us, Tony? 
Um, well, I sent you a couple of tweets asking you a question, and I just thought I'm just going to phone you up and ask you in person. Oh, yeah, go on. I've recommended a film to you. Yes. you come on quite often and say you've watched films that are rubbish. Yeah. And um, funnily enough, earlier I said to my partner, oh, Ian said he'd watched Whiplash. Yeah. Terrible and I films. gave him, a, yeah, and I gave him, oh, very, your synopsis, but probably third, down to a third. And he said, yep, that's about it. It, it was just abuse. The, the Whiplash, oh. was, Whiplash was awful. And the more I think about it, the more I think it was, it was an absolute pile of dogs' mess. It terrible film. No, nope, not my tempo. No, nope, not my tempo. Little fast, dragging a little. No, nope, not my tempo. Oh, shut up, you smug git! Everyone in that film. He, and I said that the girlfriend was the, was the only good character. Even she was a bitch. When he asks her out, he builds up the courage to ask her out, and she goes, uh, "That's assault. Get out of here." And he's like, "Oh God, no! I'm really sure I was only joking." I think, oh, and everyone in that film is completely unlikable and they all get what they deserve. And the, 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 the best way that film could have ended is at the end of the concert when he does the brilliant drum solo, right, is that um, a, a suicide bomber explodes in the theatre and kills everybody because everybody was obnoxious in that movie. Awful. Well, well, I want, I want to... I'm, I love films, Ian. OK. And I, and I want to recommend a film to you Yes. That I think you will really like. I bet I won't, or I've seen it. Wild Bill. What the hell is that? It sounds awful. No, it's not. It's not. Honestly, Ian, oh, my God, it's a hidden gem. It's by Dexter Fletcher. Oh, OK, yeah, from Press Gang. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Bugsy Malone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baby face. Um... It's just, it's just very, very good. It's just... It's gritty. A street... It's tough, a street... Toughened parole finds his two boys abandoned by their mum and fending for themselves. Time to step I've, up or not? You know, you know you've spoken. I've, I've heard you speak recently about characters saying, "Oh, I didn't like them," or yeah. you know, whatever. If you if you watch this film from beginning to the very last frame. I promise you, Ian. I, it, I, gets, it gets a 7.2 on IMDb. Uh, it gets um, uh, nines from uh, the punters. Yeah, fine. I think I could um, sit through that movie. But if, if Tony, I don't yeah. enjoy that movie... Name your price. You, you are dead to me. Okay? Oh, no. Okay? Oh, no. No. Okay? No. I, I'll go with that. I'm so confident. Okay. Okay. But you've got, Ian, you've got to promise me something. Yeah, I promise you, Tony. You've got to watch it yeah. to the last frame. Well, I'll give it 20 minutes. Well, I, I, OK, I'll give it 20 minutes, right? And if it's rubbish, I'm switching off. Could you give it... OK, OK, yeah, I'll okay, go with that. OK, OK. I'll go with that. Yeah, okay. um, there's a couple of other things I wanted to go with. OK, yeah. Because I've I've come in blind tonight. I haven't been watched. I haven't been listening. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. But I was listening last night. Yes. And you were talking about Buddha. Yes. Girl or boy? But Buddha changes its form to be all, all, all yeah. kinds of genders. Yeah. Well, I've got a question here that will will combine the question last night of children's TV and boy girl. In one thing, uh, Trippy Tucker and Monkey Magic. Yes, it, yes. Oh, did I miss it? No, it was um, it was meant to be it was meant to be a boy, but it's, it's, it's a really it, the, it, the story. It's a very um, effeminate 
um, almost gender, well, genderless effeminate is, is a contradiction, but it's a, it's a very effeminate, young, innocent boy, and it was played by a girl, uh, and right. she died, the girl that played Trippy Tucker died really young of leukaemia. Oh. Died very, very young. I didn't know that. Yeah, you see, yeah. But that sad. doesn't surprise me, because I think when I was watching she it... She looked poorly, did, didn't I, she? No. Did she? No comment. No comment. And um, on scary TV shows, also, yeah. yes. the Tomorrow People. Never watched it. I'm aware of it. I'm aware of its I, legend, but I never saw it. Well, I don't think it will have stood the test of time. No, so no, no, no hardly, any of the, hardly any of them do. Tony, we're at the end of the show, dear listener. We, it looks like, to quote uh, Michael Nesmith of the Monkees, singing the song Circle Sky from the movie Head, it looks like we've made it once again. Yes, it looks like we've made it to the end, dear listener. We have. Don't forget... Uh, you can download podcasts if you go to iTunes and type in my, la- my name. Who knows what might pop up? Uh, and tonight from 10, the first two hours, new and newish callers only, please. And then after that, it's an hour of straight to air. Ed, thank you. Catherine, thank you. Callers, some of you, thank you. Others, have a think. Talk Radio, 24-hour radio debate and entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.